This is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything sucked now. Do you have a card? You got COVID? It's over. COVID said, oh, I see you having a good season. It'd be a shame if I... I knocked over the microphone for those listening and not watching the video. Like, I think Sean could pull off the hair. I think he could definitely pull off the yeah, hair. Not the color. But not the color or the thickness. Maybe the thickness. All of Cam's passes from this past game at Buffalo, nothing was, was further than 20 yards on the field. Everything was 19 yards and below. Why? What? I've never shot heroin before, but I can probably figure it out. <laughs> I've seen the people that do, and they're not that bright. Block, block. <laughs> block, block. Oh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another glorious edition of Row One Seat One. I am Joey Fats. With me, as always, Darkness and Mrs. Sean Bettencourt. Thank you all for joining us on this wonderful Tuesday evening, the 1st of June. Or if you're Joey, Tuesday morning. I have a fucking hair in my eye. Probably from my dog my because eye. I just woke up like 10 minutes ago. I had a very long day today. Give yourself a break. break. It was like 25 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, it was actually more like 40 minutes ago now. But Wait, It was still, it's still, I, uh, I, had a, I had a rough afternoon today on the golf course. Uh, not score playing wise, actually played pretty well. Um, but there was, you know, uh, are you guys familiar with spitting chicklets on Barstool? Yes. And birdie juice? I know of well, birdie juice. Needless to say, there was a lot of birdie juice being passed around today. So there you go. That's that's what happened. Uh, hence why I was uh, out like a light. Uh, I needed about 20 minutes to. Yeah, out like a light. Recoup and in, recenter. Everything's, everything's dead. I'm like. Well, the worst part is I went to sleep. Aaron Rodgers was not a Bronco. I woke up. Aaron Rodgers still isn't a Bronco. We'll get into that. We'll get into Julio. We'll get into the NBA playoffs. We will get into all the drama surrounding Kyrie and Boston as the Celtics and Nets play their game, what, five right now? Yeah, they're uh, playing game under, five, yeah. Which is underway. We'll get into the Lakers and their series that is tied with up no now AD, with the Suns. No AD, possibly? No AD? Possibly no Anthony Davis tonight. I would believe he's probably not going to play. Uh, that's my guess, but we'll see. I mean, I don't uh, think you should. You're am probably I, am right. I coming in all right? I feel like I'm... No, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, you're good. All right. No, you sound good. How about now? Yeah, you, feel no, uh, little, you feel a little better now? Sounds exactly the same. He okay. good. Yeah. He good. He good. He good. Talk loud. Uh, but we'll get into that. We'll get into the NBA playoffs in general. Uh, we've got a lot to get into tonight, so let's just jump right at it. Uh, first things first. How are you guys? How's it going tonight? Well, we're awake. You guys are awake. I'm glad because you're bringing the energy that I am severely Yeah, you know. Come oh, I don't have to sleep tonight. Yes, I do, actually. I lied. I have to go. Do, to do, do. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm wired right now. I have a feeling by like 9.45 of the show, I'm going to be like, oh, my Listen, God. this is my first. We're going to wrap this up. This is my first ever bang. So I know some nice. people that make red lines. Some, it's weak sauce compared the to The owner of, of bang? Douchebag. Really? Just just Google what he looks like. You're not supposed to say that mid-sip, bro. <laughs> Dude, he looks like. Am I gonna have to strangle you with a fucking microphone cord again? I'll strangle again? you. More outbursts like that, Sean. If you look up the owner of the, he literally wears like super tight clothing, as if he's a like in Jersey Shore, balding, but still has his hair cut in a weird shape, and then he wears like gold chains with like the Bang Angel logo. Is he one of those guys that wears like Under Armour around like skin tight Under Armour? As yeah, compression. Like a shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, so he just like wears Sean, it out like, like yeah, look so at me. So Sean, like two years ago. Ooh. I never, I never. Would your TB12 Under Armour shit all the time? 
But that was loose fit. It wasn't the skin tight stuff. It wasn't yeah. the compression stuff. I love that shit. You guys, everybody the knows best. that one guy, right? That like that one dude that everybody knows that like goes out. Like he's like you he know, buys like a size mid fifties and like still hits the gym and he's like kind of fit, but he's not really in shape, out of shape, man. Yeah, and then, but he wears like Under Armour compression shit like out like to the mall as like a like instead of a t shirt and he's like, all right, bro, like why don't you like calm down, okay? Like that's workout gear. Like we get it. You do activities. So you're saying cool. when he works out, he looks like the man that goes, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> well, no, he's definitely the dude that goes in there and, like, you know, he grabs, like, the 55-pound dumbbells and, like, swings wildly with them, like, thinking he's doing rap, and then, like, goes on to, like, lecture the younger kids, like, this is how you work out. Yeah, it's Stinky Boy, bro. He's, he's, he's there. They're, the stink bugs are insane in this neighborhood. I don't understand. I'd never it's seen the, them until the I moved tweez. here. It's all the tweeds. He's singing the opening. You willing to sacrifice your life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, for real. I need to get my little assault gun. Oh, so he just drops down like it's fucking Mission Impossible. Toast. Toast. So 508-774. Wow. Five, One more time. 774-992-8702. I didn't know Sean was giving the number today. You didn't either did uh, Biggest thing uh, for you guys listening, if you're on Facebook and you want to get the audio-only stream, uh, there is a link in the description uh, of the show, Mixler.com backslash Joey-Fats. You can go there and get the audio-only link uh, and not have to uh, tie up your device uh, with Facebook. If you're on a phone, uh, you can just go and listen to the live audio right there, and you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, you can still dick around and do other stuff. Actually, I think, nice. if you, I think if the... I don't know if it works on everybody else's phone, but if you click on like us first and it goes full screen, then you like swipe out of it. Like you can still scroll Facebook and like they, they, the whole yeah, thing Facebook. It has that feature Facebook, like YouTube, like, but like you it minimizes can't in the leave corner now. Facebook. I know, but, but right, people, but if you a lot of people hang on Facebook, Facebook and just dick around. Shut your whore mouth, Sean. Oh well, that's all Facebook is for, dicking around. Yeah. I mean, we're just we're just here to post until we get suspended, and then it's like yeah, okay. you like you. Guess I don't even post anymore, dude. I stop. I just I just I don't I don't really even bother until like five hours ago. What do you mean? We are Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, I post, but I don't make like I don't post anything controversial anymore. Because well, you can't. No, because no, every single one, one more time, and it's yeah, every single well, every single time you post anything, it's just like ah, oh, this somehow violates our terms of service. Like, dude, I posted that in 20, 2011, and they're like, what in the hell? What is that? Doesn't what is matter. That? Is that another one? That's yeah. another one. That's oh, from above. Death. Ah, you could hear the thunk when it, hit. it was like. Okay, good. You didn't get me. You didn't get a stink on my fingers. I don't got stink fingers. Sean, I keep on looking up like this. Mother. I had a gay oh, guy actually tell me that one time. Text me and tell me he wanted to play stink fingers with me. Nice, nice. Where that coming from? The information that I got outside earlier today. Don't want to hear it. It was well. It was. It was a coworker. Don't want to hear it. Probably, well, probably yeah. could have filed a sexual. Following the same it. line right now, talking about coworkers. Just saying, dude, it was weird. And passes. It was weird. No, that Stuff. was a totally different conversation. Yeah, I, I well, mm-hmm. she left out a lot of context in that. A I'm sure. Lot I'm sure of not. Context. <laughs> you don't want to nah. believe the truth, but you 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 will have to realize right. it at some point. All right, so let's dive into the uh, Kyrie Irving drama real quick because Ooh, this was his fucking hysterical and equal parts predictable. Uh, so obviously, last week Kyrie had the uh, had the had the preemptive strike. Against the Boston fans where he, you know, came out and said, oh, you know, going back to Boston, I hope we can just, you know, leave it up to 
keep know, race out of basketball. Just leave keep it to basketball out of it. and leave. You know, hopefully there's no subtle racism. Which what what the fuck is subtle racism anyway? Like either you're racist or you're not, Kyrie. But then again, we're talking about a guy who thinks the Earth is flat, so we'll we'll spare you it's, the. Uh, it's the way they say his name. They're like Kyrie, and he's like, mm. he's like that's a little bit too much. On he's like, e. did you just call me boy? You're like, no, dude, we called you Kyrie. He's like. I heard boy. He's, He's like, like, I saw you made a sign. You use a black letter inconveniently. He's yeah. like, oh, Jesus. It's like, well, so, it's a white uh, poster board. He, issued, he, he launched the first volley Damn in this it. strike. Uh, the final volley was made by a man named none other, than, none other than Cole Buckley. I thought it was Cole Beasley. And I want everybody. Cole Beasley is the, the wide, wide receiver. receiver. From, I thought it was funny because it was the same name. Oh, I fucked no, that up. Cole, Bill, Cole Buckley. Oh. Uh, he's a uh, he's like a, a, the son of like millionaire parents from like like hang him or some shit like oh, that. Oh, I think both parents are doctors. Yeah, some yeah. some some crazy shit. 21-year-old kid. And, you know, I never knew a water bottle was a deadly weapon. His name was Cole Buckley, and I want you to say it. The man is a fucking hero. He is a hero in Boston. Some would argue he gave Kyrie exactly what he wanted by yeah, throwing a water bottle I mean, he kind of did. He did. Not really. I disagree. No, I understand that, but anything, if you even, like, if Kyrie went by and you, like, pulled a Stevenson, you went, he was gonna be like, "Oh, racism!" Like everything was, no matter what you did, it was gonna. He was gonna play that card. Of course, exactly. Which is why it didn't matter. And part of me wanted to be like, "There's a conspiracy theory here where he paid that gentleman like a hundred dollars, like throw his water bottle at me into the game." But there's no matter not. what, could have, could have. I mean, look. And again, I'm gonna say it. You go back into the the glory era of basketball, the '90s basketball. Guy, how much shit was thrown on courts? Popcorn, tons, cups, bottles. I mean, how many times you see in the garden just. Shit raining down from the stands, or in New York, shit just raining down from everybody. Look, he better be thankful he doesn't play in Buffalo. What had a dildo fucking thrown at him? You know what I'm saying? It would have been dude. That's, you know, that's a whole cons- wall of that's dicks. Still, what is the worst thing you've ever seen thrown at a player from the? I stands? mean, the dildos Live are pretty funny. The or during great. a game, or like as he walks off like, a court. Like, do I have or to be there fields. or no? No. The dildos were probably the best thing that, that I. That was ever the seen. that was the funniest thing. That was the funniest. That thing. was the funniest. They, thing. they threw like Excalibur out there, bro. There was there someone, was some, someone paid a lot of money. Listen, to, to there make was a some joke. rubber wood. If it you know was what I'm saying, Lex Caliber. Yeah, there we go. Um, For those who don't know, Lexington Steel. Probably. We have to be. Uh, the, it has to be the videos of people throwing the, the batteries in Philadelphia at the Philly at the Philadelphia Phillies oh, players. Yeah. Well, I, there was Carl Everett and shit. There was Bat Day, and I remember the, uh, all the wooden bats getting tossed out at a stadium somewhere. Oh, see, I, I want to say that was minor league though. Probably, probably. But the car, the battery thing the like battery against Carl thing, yeah. Everett, yeah, that was pretty bad. Those were like what nine volt batteries people yeah. were throwing. People weren't fucking around. Who's carrying nine volt batteries with them like at all times back then? Uh, apparently, people in Philly. Mm. That's a big pager. <laughs> it's a big ass pager. Shit's like a uh, tablet pager. You know, but I don't know what, what what was like the craziest thing. Like funniest has to be the dildo. definitely the dildos. I mean, most, for the most part, you see it's like food and shit like that. I mean, in hockey, they throw squids. I know. I, f- I feel like Philadelphia is the easy answer, though, because but we're like, not thinking But anything. hockey's different, though. They throw that on the ice in celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I never understood the squid thing. It was always weird, but hockey people are weird. So. What about, um, what was the, uh, people, again, Philadelphia. It was a Philadelphia Eagles game. They were hiding rocks inside of snowballs and throwing oh, them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just nailing dudes with rocks inside of yeah, snowballs. Yeah, I that. I feel like there. I mean, there's always like a food fight that gets brought out in some games. Is it, ah. It's always Philly, though, right? It's always like it, it always, always circles back to Philly, like being the worst, like fucking place to get shit thrown at you. Not so much anymore. Now it's now it seems to be like New York, like the Mets, Yankees, 
the Nets, the New York, New Jersey line is well, like a lot Yankees. of fights. You don't really see much shit. LA, LA LA's a lot of fights, no matter where you are for games. LA's a lot of fights. I mean, I get that. Well, I mean, okay, so sure. That's well, what's so answers doesn't answer the question. What's the worst thing you guys have ever seen? Oh no, I said I said batteries. Okay, batteries. batteries. That's the worst thing you ever seen. Batteries too. Yeah, but I mean that actually would hurt. Like if you get hit with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it would definitely fucking hurt me. It de-batteries me. But that used to happen in Oakland all the time. Like, ask any of the old, like, like Mark Schlereth and the Broncos, like, from the 90s. They used to say, like, that, like, de-batteries in Oakland were always getting hurled at you on the sidelines. Well, what else, then? Like, what's, like the, like, the worst thing you think of? I don't know. I'm just trying to think, like, because one time I dropped a nacho on Brett the Hitman Hart's shoulder at the Providence Civic Center. What a dick. I, I didn't really, like, try to hit him with it. I just wanted to see if I could get his attention, and it just happened to catch him on the shoulder. And he just looked up and was like, <laughs> as he was walking. He, Did he, he give came you one in, of these? He came in, and, yeah, he came in the ring to do like a promo with him and like, I forget who the other two guys that were with him were. Has to be the Heart Foundation. It was like 95, 96. Oh, so it's definitely Jim the Anvil and Owen. Uh, I think it was Jim. Jim and Owen, Brian Pillman. Oh, it was not Smith. Owen. It was because it was, this is after the, the Heart Brothers breakup. Okay, so it wasn't the Heart Foundation. It had to be just be the. Could be the Bulldog. It wasn't the Bulldog. Okay. So it's got to be Jim Anvil. Or, or, or Pillman. Could be Pillman. Honestly, I forget who it was. This is Brian, pro- I'm talking, Brian this is Pillman? sixth grade. It would have been Flying Brian. Providence Civic Center. Mr. Pimentel took us. It was awesome. Mm. I, Brandon, Ryan, and Jill, mm-hmm. and Mr. P. And, and I remember we, we sat directly above the entranceway where the wrestlers would come out. So, like, there's, you know, they got the big thing. There's the entrance, and then there's this yep, huge, like, yep. thing for, like, the, you know, the smoke and the sparks and, like, the lights and all that, this big structure. Yeah. And, but there's, like, a gap, like, about three feet, you know, two and a half, three feet wide between, you know, the edge of the, the railing and then that structure. So I'm looking over it, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder. And I just had a nacho, a chip dipped in nacho cheese. And it was like, like nine. He's like, you know, I'm going to throw this at the guy. I didn't throw it. I just dropped it. And as he was walking up, and it hit him on the shoulder, and he just, like I said, gave me the look and the point. And Mr. Pete, sweetest guy ever, he was just, like, mortified. He's like, Joey, why would you do that? And I was like, I didn't think I was going to hit him. And he's like, oh, my God. And like, didn't even like, <laughs> hey, my God. Dude, he's like, <laughs> dude, looks at me, he's like, do you need more nachos now? Like, <laughs> immediately was like. All right, like you just dropped your nacho on this guy. He's like, but do you need more? That's the important question. And back then, this one, Joey was really fat. He was like, yeah. Well, he was really fat. Okay, first of all, I will have you know I am still really fat. Second of all. Yeah, Stink Boy went MIA. uh, Oh, he jumped. He might be around here somewhere. Don't worry about it. Oh, my Uh, God. (laughs) But no, but that that was the worst thing I've ever seen was the nacho hit Bret Hart because I it came from my right hand. Some would say it came from the right hand of God. Oh, what the God. fuck are you talking about? That was, a, that was a lame go back, answer. Go back to fucking nah, sleep. That's a, yeah, mute mute his mic. Give me, the, give me the fucking sound, boy. That was yeah, a that mute. Was Bloop. You can't mute me. Jesus. Only I can mute me. No, but so uh, let's let's take a look because there was two incidents uh, this past, since we've been on the air, uh, of well, shit getting thrown Westbrook at players. Got, uh, the popcorn. Westbrook with the popcorn. Which popcorn's like the, that's like the MO. Like, that's what everybody does. I got popcorn. Dude, it was, it was so funny. It was so funny to see like his reaction from the popcorn. You know, you get into stuff that you you want to freak out. Fine, freak out. Be all, like you could be in a bad mood. Westbrook always seems to be in a bad mood. Always, but, every day. All but day, every he, day. my God, the reaction is if oh, he like, would have killed a man. 
the malice in the palace really would have happened if there was like five security guards think, were holding. I think back. Westbrook's. I think Westbrook's reaction to it was actually worse than the actual action of the popcorn. Being yeah, it sure was. But let's, I, let's take a look. I'm ready for the popcorn. Just like rolls down on him. It's not even like he threw like the tub at him. I want malice in the palace too. Let's take a look. Yo, all you want, we encourage that. This is just plain stupidity. Look at him. My boy Somebody is straight up like, I'm going to kill you. Any athlete being How dare you empty that popcorn on me. They are pumped with their adrenaline. All right, so I get it. Like, look, let's let's preface this by saying I don't condone any yeah, fans no throwing anything at any players in an arena. However, this seems to be happening in the NBA at a lot greater clip. Like nonstop right than now. Than other sports. Yeah, and it whole... seems to be happening to kind of the same type of people. Westbrook. Same athletes. Kyrie. Westbrook. 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 Kyrie. Westbrook. Kyrie. Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook. Like, why does this always seem to follow the same dudes? Like, it always seems to happen to them. Granted, we have another video, Trey Young getting spit on. We'll show you that in a second. Whoa. But that, well, that's, two, that's two videos from Trey Young. The same night. That is vile. I mean, that right there is, I'm coming up in the stands and fighting you. Oh, yeah. No, the best part about the Popcorn, though, on your way out? Like, all right, look. That's something that always happened. I get it. It's not appropriate. It's not something you should do as a fan. It's poor fan ethic. It's poor fan conduct. Sure it is. Of course it is. You shouldn't do that. Like, don't don't get me wrong. These guys are here to put on a show. Mm -hmm. They're not there to be treated and... Pelted and you know, still humans and shit like that. You don't do it. That being said, these guys put on a persona. They are who they are, and then they they like the whole like when they act like who who would do such a thing. Like the shocked attitude when it happens. It's like, dude, seriously. Like you realize you you come off as like the biggest fucking prick in the world, right? No one likes you. Like anyone who gets a chance to even do anything like that to you is going to take it. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? And that fan knew. That fan had Westbrook wasn't even close to him. They showed more video of it after. The fan was like, sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He just he literally just like dumped it. Yeah, to try to get him. And then the guy was like, ah, like he literally like was like on guard. Yeah. Because it was literally like pouring popcorn, popcorn on a pit bull. Who was just taken off of a chain and he's been in the basement for like six months. And he's like, oh my god. And there was like, the first person that's in front of me. And the popcorn was a baby. The popcorn is a baby. Oh my you had to go god. And pay a pet, damn it. Didn't you? I was you trying to, to pick like a violent dog. Well, you picked the most violent one. Good job. Next time go Rottweiler in a, in a junkyard. Nah, Roddy's are only responsible for like. I said in a junkyard. I'm going I'm to say, next time I'm going to say a bear. Well, I'm just saying. Big old grizzly. You know, pit, oh boy. Pit, pit bulls and babies go together oh, like okay, Westbrook and popcorn. I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> well, it's never a good mix. Someone is going to die in that, you know, and it's probably not going to be the pit bull. So since we're talking about crazy shit, can we queue up the, the, the couple of Trey Young videos? But the first one, can well, we Well, hold on. Let's, let's, I want to I stay on this, this Westbrook thing first okay. because it ties directly into the Kyrie thing. So Of course. Kyrie also had something thrown at him. And again, we talked about this just a minute ago where – we talked about this playing right into Kyrie's hands. Now, for those of you that missed it, Kyrie came out and said when they came back to Boston, he just wanted to be about basketball and didn't want any, there to be any subtle racism, whatever the fuck that is. And he just wanted, he didn't, you know, the heckling and all that stuff to be on the up and up. Now, I mean, 
the biggest thing I can say about that is you're, you're Kyrie being Kyrie sets it up the exact way that he wants to set it up. Knowing the second he gets into Boston, knowing the second the ball gets in his hands, they were going to be on him. You stood at our court before a game, before practice, and said, hey, this is where I'm going to be for a while. Three months later, you're like, I fucking hate this town. Get me the fuck out of here. Yes, and again... like <clears throat> The second you come back, it doesn't matter who you are. You could have been anybody that was a, a star and did that. Mm-hmm. You were getting trashed the second you step foot back on the court. Hell yes. The second, the second, the, and, and it, every time he got the ball, the booze were there, everything was there, and I was glad. What the fuck else do you expect? So Kyrie being Kyrie just says, well, you know, I hope they don't, like, play the racism card against me. No, subtle racism. Right. But no, no, he, he mean, played the racism card. Of course. Is he what he did. He didn't, he, uh, he wanted to make sure that no matter what happened to him in Boston, if anything happened and he didn't have a good night or he had a bad game. He was going to blame it on racism. Or whatever, he was going to be able to say, well, you know, there was a fan in the third row. You know, they started chanting the N-word at me and, you know, it just kind of threw me off because, you know, I'm really concerned of, like, what's going on and, you know, Israel and, you know, and the Gaza Strip. And, you know, there's there's bigger things in the world than yep. uh, than basketball right now. And, you know, that took my mind out of it. So he wanted that immediate out. He gave himself that out because people in the media, the Stephen A's, the Jamil Hills, so on and so forth. I mean, we talked about it in the group chat. Rachel Nichols talking about how there was he had extra security in Boston, like which was bananas to me. As if, as if people in Boston, like, like they, like really they cared. still, they still think Boston is this like racist city. And I loathe defending Boston fans. Boston fans are a lot of things. Racist is probably not one of them. Listen, there are definitely. Of course there are. 100% everywhere. Oh my God. Can we, all right. Can we, can we just first, for one thing. Can we stop like, like prefacing everything with like, well, of course racism exists. No fucking shit exactly. racism exists. But we have we to, know it exists. We, we don't have, have to, to acknowledge it anymore. No, we it's have there. to say it because if you don't say it, everyone's like, oh my God, everyone, everyone in the show is racist. Right, but we but don't care about what say everyone that. says. I don't exactly. care what anyone it's, thinks it's, because, it's again, concept. the fact that you have to sit here and preface it with, all right, now I know racism exists. I'm not saying it doesn't. Is is the is the equivalent of now me as a Tom Brady fan? No, I'm telling you, Peyton Manning is the best quarterback of all time. It's the exact same thing. It's it's the same disclosure you'd see as a warning label on a pack of cigarettes. By the way, this will kill you if you smoke it. It's like, but here he goes, ten for forty nine. Yeah, ten dollars forty nine cents. Please kill yourself. Thank Have you. Have some death. But to your point, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, I'm saying that was my point. Like, the point is, like, we get it. We know there are people out there who go to games and they're racist no matter what part of the country you are. Right, but don't you think in 2021 or even 2019 or 18, if somebody had said something racist in the crowd at Boston or is is being racist, overtly racist, I mean, saying some shit that shouldn't be said, allow what Tory Hunter's story was or Adam Jones's story was, which both... Completely fabricated. Don't you think somebody would have flipped on a phone think, and started recording it? Yeah, absolutely. Or someone would have called into EEI or or or, or ninety eight five and said, "Hey, I was in the stands last night. I heard this guy say this. It's true." Here's the thing. You said that perfectly because what I was going to say next was, as soon as that guy, we know his name is Cole Buckley, right? Yep. Cole Buckley. As soon as Cole Buckley threw that water bottle, 
people were already filming him instantly. Yep. The, the media was filming him. There was audience members filming him. There was it was constant coverage for like the rest of the the rest of the time on this young yeah. kid yep. mm-hmm. who's wearing a garnet. We know everything he was wearing. We know where he's from. We know who his parents are. All that fast. Yep. Now this was with limited people at the game. Not even like a max crowd. Right. right? It was only seventeen thousand as opposed to the full stadium. I think 17 is pretty close to full. It's close. It's close, but it was 80%. Yeah, I think it only holds like 18,000 or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But still, almost full. But at the end of the game, people had already left anyway. Yeah. My other thing I want to say about Kyrie is Kyrie is also saying he's a big advocate of, oh, everyone can change, this and that. He's saying Boston can never change. He keeps bringing up Boston's 67 year old history. With uh, black players and, and, and the stuff that's happened in the, the past. The busing riots, all that shit. And he says, shit. he goes, oh, it's, it's commonplace. So what he's saying is, that's st- like to him, it's still happening today. That's the, way he, that's the way he puts it out there, when it's not the case. And we've had Jalen Brown. We've had, da- I'll give Danny H credit. Danny H came right out and been like, that's fucking ridiculous what he said. We've had Stephen A. Smith. We've had Kendrick Oh, Jalen Brown shut him up. I mean, Kendrick Jalen Brown came out and said Paul it. Paul Pierce. Right, but Mark, put up by the same token, Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum both laid down and bent the knee to Kyrie the other day. No, it wasn't Jason Tatum. It was Tristan Thompson. When, when they said that, you know, oh, we as a city, Boston, you know, we have a lot of work to do and – you know, there's racism everywhere and blah, 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 whatever, whatever, like, little bullshit line they gave to give the media to shut him up. But they basically bent the knee and agreed with Kyrie. And to me... I mean, with Tr- Tristan Thompson. Uh, but, yeah, it was we're, Tristan. We're, we're taking his word? I thought it was Tatum. No, it was uh, not Tatum. Tatum, Tatum no. definitely said something no, about Tatum, it. No, Tatum, Tatum, Drew, Tatum's like, I haven't talked to Kyrie, but he's like, hey, we all need to be better. That was Right, Tatum's exactly. Line. He, But he, again kind of takes Kyrie's side in a way by by not coming out and defending the fans. And if I was a Celtics fan, I would be fucking irate that nobody in management other than Danny Ainge, that your your coach didn't come out, none of your players have come out, and no one has come Jaylen, out and wait, said... Jalen Brown. Jaylen, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Jalen made a, a line in the sand like, I completely disagree with Kyrie. And not only did he completely disagree, he came out and said, I philosophically disagree with the way he presented it because he presented it as a distraction going into a playoff game, knowing it would get a rise out of his, out of his, of the opposing fandom and for his own people. And Jalen Brown, like, is a really smart, educated, like, went to prison to to be part of like a, a black uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Like he's mm-hmm. like he mm-hmm. stands by his guns. He's like, nope. He's I'm gonna stand. Okay, well, here. there's so there's one. There was so one there's, guy. So there's one guy in the whole Celtics organization. Two, if you count Danny okay, Ainge. Th- this is exactly. I'll. Say it as best as I can. Well, I'll paraphrase. Yeah, hopefully, because it was like five minutes. But systematic. This is Jalen Brown's. He said systematic racism should be addressed in the city of Boston and the United States. However, I don't like the matter it was brought up at centering around a playoff game. Mm-hmm. It bothers me if the construct of racism is used as a crutch or an opportunity to execute a personal gain. I'm not saying that's the case, but racism is big. Racism is bigger than a playoff game and bigger than game three of the play- playoffs. And okay. He, later, he says, "I know not every Celtics fan is a racist." We have a lot of fans from all walks of life and colors. Painting every every Celtics fan as a racist is unfair, but Boston, we do have work to do. Right, exactly. Boston, we do have work to do. Right there, you're giving Kyrie the fucking go, the green light to continue to go ahead and slander this entire city. Listen, I hate defending Boston fans. I literally it, oh, it we know. loathes. It, it's one of the things I loathe in life. I hate myself. It drives me up a tree. But there, I can't there was sit a here lot of say, other stuff in between there. I've but. been to I've been to. Hundreds of games at Fenway, the Garden, Gillette, wherever. I've never once ever seen anybody say anything racist in any of those venues. Not Obviously not towards me because nobody's going to be like, ha fuck you, honky. Actually, 
They said, ha. That actually, that has, that, that actually has happened. They said, ha, F you, Ron but, Grace. Yeah, but. <laughs> the person clearly had no idea what color was. <laughs> I, I've, <laughs> actually, I've actually been called a honky by, you know, by, by black people at a venue, at one of those venues at, at Gillette. I'd call but, you a honky. Right, but I was like, oh, no, okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> it, it really it was. And they, they, weren't, they didn't mean it funny, but they were trying to, they were, we were beefing Honky crack ass about the game, and they would so that that was their little jab at me. But I've never heard I've never heard any racism. And again, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but your anecdotal evidence is getting it's getting tired, because like I said, if something actually did happen at any one of these games, we would know about it. Like, am I seriously supposed to believe Tory Hunter, where there's like six kids in the bleachers and they're all chanting the N word at him while all the all the adults, the parents, are behind him like high five and swill, you know, swigging their beers, going, "Ha ha, good job, kids." Keep it up. He about faced on that like after the fact though too. Not really. He still hasn't backed down from it. It wasn't even a couple months ago. He he didn't back off the story. Well, he didn't he didn't elaborate on it when he was asked about it, but he didn't say no. That didn't happen, mm-hmm. which it clearly didn't. Because if it did, we would have known about it. Like that's so overt. That's so blatant. There's no way in fucking hell in this day and age we wouldn't have heard about it. Someone in that stadium. You mean to tell me in the stadium in Boston? The liberal bastion of Boston where everyone is dying, <laughs> literally like just falling all over themselves trying to be a white knight. No one no one no one spoke up and said anything? Neither time. I mean, come on, man. We have friends on Facebook that are like, my first reaction when I hear words like that is resort to violence. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like you've never punched anybody in the face in your life. Just shut the fuck up. Like you're so full of shit. <laughs> But you're on Facebook and you got your keyboard in front of you, so you're gonna be like, "I'm fucking tough. Look at me, I can fight." No, you can't. I mean, essentially, that's how. No, it you goes, can't. You it? get backhanded and you run like a pussy. Call the cops. But anyway, I digress. Call the popoho. Call the popoho. This whole thing, this whole thing goes like hand in hand with. It's just it's bullshit. It's made up. When Kyrie's asked about, oh, give us an example of something that was racist that was said to you in the garden. Well, it's just you know, it's just commonplace there. It's history. Look it up. It's history. Look it up. Right. Okay, so give me an example. Uh, Well, just open a history book. Okay, but no, like you said you've had racist things said to you at the garden. What were those things? He did the... And he can't. What does that... No, because that was the... I can say some stuff, but I won't, you know. Yeah. That was the look. That was the the emotion. Because he doesn't have anything to say. That's the problem. He doesn't actually have an example of something happening. Because if he did, you don't think he would have run to Jamel Hill, Stephen A., Anybody at the the athletic, any of those places? Well, he did. As soon as the water bottle was thrown, and he did. Exactly. So you mean to tell me if something actually racist happened, he wouldn't run to those places? So why didn't he? I'll tell you why. Because he's a fraud and he's full of shit. Well, that's, he's been a fraud his whole life. He is, and he is a fraud. So here's here's the video. Which video are we bringing up here? So this is the bottle. This is the video of him getting the bottle tossed at him. Okay. Yep. Fans crossing the line. Somebody tossed a water bottle. And it nearly hit Kyrie. Nearly walking to the tunnel. Tyler Johnson noticed it. Oh my God! An empty water bottle came soaring past Kyrie Irving. <gasps> the humanity! And then the kid gets arrested, and he's being charged with assault and battery, which we found out from a uh, a friend in law enforcement that Boston PD knows exactly what they're doing. They charge him with something that he can't possibly be charged with, so he'll make bail. It'll get thrown out in court, and nothing will come of it. But the kid's going to get a lifetime ban from the TD Garden. Yes, like, he will. Because obviously, you know, just like the guy that, uh, that you know, turned to the interracial gay couple at Fenway, you know, the day after the Adam Jones incident, it was like, why is this 
bitch N-word up the national anthem. Am I right, stranger? <laughs> that guy got no, I mean, banned you, for life. So about... that set the precedent now. Like, everybody's banned for life. You're all banned. You're, you, you, you say anything like that, you, you're banned for life. Which I don't disagree. Like, if you're fucking being overtly racist in the stadium, like, yeah, get the fuck out, dude. Like, no, there's no, there's no place for that. For sure. And I have no problem. Well, and Stephen A. Smith, I mean, you're, you're talking about Stephen A. Smith, and he actually, before the water bottle was thrown, he actually came out and was defended. That t- was this today or yesterday? No, this was, uh, this was before the game. Okay, before the game. So okay. before, before this happened, this was a few days ago now. Okay. But Stephen A. actually came out and defended Boston. He said, and, uh, you know, I'll say the quote quick. This isn't the full quote. That's I'll okay. just take bits and pieces sure. from him. But Kyrie Irving was wrong to do this. He was flat out wrong. Uh, because I don't think this is about race at all. If you go, if you go to a Boston Celtics fan where they are against you, it's because you're not a Boston Celtic. It's not because you're black. City Smith acknowledged that there's racism exists in Boston, uh, but there are race issues all over the country. Let's not act like it's confined to the streets of Boston, Massachusetts. Which he's right. I mean, it's everywhere, like we just said, and everything like that. What he said is he's negating his role in the vitriol he's received, and he's anticipating receiving from the Boston fans. Smith pointed out to the 2008 event in which he attended the All-Star Garden, looked at the crowd and said, hey, this is where I'm going to stay, and then immediately changed his mind and get the hell out of here. Backtracked and then slammed the fans, quit on the team. And, he, and, he, and you know, they put up the quote. And forced his way out of Boston. They put up the quote with the, I plan on resigning here next year underneath Smith's comments. Mm-hmm. And Smith directly puts it to that, like we said earlier in the show. This has nothing to do with the color of your skin. This is the Boston Celtics fans getting back at you for false promises. Dude, period. We cheered him. He, he, he came in yes. and we were like, well, we don't give a shit that you believe in a fake earth and like dinosaurs. And that's, and that's that what shit. Stephen we're A. Like, Smith, he put the video up and he was like, does this not ring a bell, Kyrie? Might this not have something to do with why they don't like you, not yeah. the color of your skin? We said on this show, we said, dude's a psychopath. And then he, he said, said just like this, he goes, I don't care who you are. You go white, you're black. If you ain't a Boston Celtic and you're about to go against the Boston Celtics, whatever they find to talk about up. you, believe that's potentially going to need your skin. They'll do it. Dude, yeah, I I hated I hated absolutely the, I hated the white coach for the Toronto. And then he, last his last his last part of the quote was that they're getting at you strictly for basketball reasons, not because you're black. No shit. I mean, do you seriously think that like somebody like uh, Kevin Garnett or Paul Pierce would be some of the most beloved athletes that we have in Dude, this in this city? Kevin Garnett has been like tweeting about this for days straight. Kevin Garnett's like KG's on one, and mm-hmm. Maxwell. Maxwell's been like. Love Biscuit. Maxwell's like, I'm never going to let this go. He goes, why has not one single person asked Kyrie, why did you stomp on that logo? And I'll I tell know, you why. Right. And I know we haven't right. got to it yet. And Kyrie is like, that was next. Kyrie, I'm sorry. And Cedric goes, I am never, ever going to forget that. He goes, he spit in my face. Mm-hmm. He spit in Larry's face. He spit in Garnett's. Pierce. Dude, he wiped r- his foot and, on the leprechaun. And, and who and then on as the Boston he, Celtics? And as he walked who off on the, the court, Boston Celtics did something? Nobody. nobody. Not a fucking one of them. You know, you know why? Because this team is compro- com- Perkins, composed Kendrick Perkins of with a big liner. fucking pussy ass Yeah, but can I tell bitches, you something, Joey? Dude. That's the NBA today. Tell me what person in the league right now would do anything about that. Ron Artest. Yeah, name one. Ron Artest. Ron Artest ain't in the fucking league. I'll tell you who. Russell Westbrook on a bad day. Yeah, but Russell Westbrook, I don't think Russell Westbrook would. If Russell Westbrook was standing in the middle of the circle and he stepped close and to me, he'd be like, popcorn, And a piece of popcorn hit him and he looked to the right and you really impressed it? Yeah, maybe. That's, that's yeah, what I mean. See, that's but the I'm problem. Saying, but just him stomping on, like, no, I don't see. Name a person in the NBA. Draymond Green, maybe, because well, he's a psychopath. Maybe Draymond. Maybe. But Draymond's everyone's boy now. But that's what I'm saying. Name a person in the NBA that would see that and be like, this motherfucker just spit in my house? Nobody. Uh, he's 15, right, though. Listen, 15 years ago, guy. 15 years ago. He's not wrong. Look, you do that when KG's on this team, KG's suspended for 10 days. 
Oh, Period. facts. Absolutely. Period. He's running right up to you, and he's like, bro, did you just, he'll, he'll throw you in the air to Kendrick Perkins, 3D, right through a table. <gasps> Dude, don't get me all excited with the Kendrick Perkins stuff. I mean, let's think about it. KG be like, how you? See, but see, you, but can you imagine but anybody? But it's not like that anymore, but, right? Because there's, there's no way in Kobe hell Bryant anyone, on, anyone, anyone on anyone on anyone on anyone of Kobe Bryant's teams would have been forced to step up and do something. Anyone on the Celtics in the 2008 to 2012 era, any of the Bulls teams, Rodman, the, Rodman would have body the slammed Bulls, Ben Wallace with the Pistons, the, 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 the remake of the Bad Boy Pistons. Dude. Tell me you did that on Shaq. This My league is like, gone. Barbecue this league chicken. is gone beyond fucking soft, and it's pathetic. And but I will say this. I, I I I can't name. You're right. I don't know if how anybody else in the league would there have reacted, it. but I did see it happen in Boston, and I saw zero retaliation from the from the Celtics. You're right. From but you know, players. you know what the retaliation was? A bottle being tossed at him as he was walking out of the stadium. Yeah. So let's take a look at the stomp here, real quick. <laughs> Stomps and wipes. Now, I will say this. When he does that, there's no Celtics was, players around. No, no, no. It, well, there wasn't. But so, I, for all I know, they're all walking out the tunnel and didn't see it. So, but that was on, that was what, Friday night? Uh, that was game three, right? That was uh, no. Saturday. No, that was Saturday. That was, ga- that was game that, four. That was Sunday. game four. That was Sunday. So, tonight is, the, so tonight. It's on right now. They're in the third. Yeah, but they're in, they're in Brooklyn, aren't they? Mm, right, I but did, did anybody, did, has anybody closed line Kyrie as he goes to the basket yet? No. Because if know. not, then I, I really don't want to. I, I, Game, I don't. Game's over. I don't they're ever. Back in, they're back in Brooklyn. I don't ever want to hear. Right, but I'm, that doesn't mean they can't fucking clothesline them. True. We need, but, and I don't ever want to hear anything about the Celtics and this team and this group of guys being tough or championship worthy. Because I'm telling you right now, championship caliber teams don't let shit like that slide on I'm their. I'm gonna home tell you court. right now. He does that in L.A. Anybody smacking up him? No. Somebody will. No. Somebody will. No. Gasol will fucking throw him a ball. I doubt it. Somebody will. Nope. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you no. It's LeBron team. You won't do that because LeBron ain't going to do that because he needs you for the playoffs. But somebody will send a message. I doubt it. I mean, I ma- maybe the next game, you know, Drummond gives him a hot foul. Maybe. But we, you got to figure. The only, I got to silence this dog. Listen, yeah, no, no, yeah, no you, you got to think about this. Our big on this team right now is Tristan Thompson. Yeah, and he's a big softy bastard. And he's his fucking boy. Yeah, they're all but but but, but, but everyone's but every but everyone's everyone's boys. Everybody with heard everybody. that, right? But everyone's boys with everybody. That's that's the biggest problem that we keep going back Dude, to. But like, like especially you, like, like 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 all right, you want Drummond in this offseason. I know you do. Does Drummond have that mentality though to go out there and like bully somebody? I don't think he does. Um, he might not have the bully mentality, but he can do it. He has he the ability. Be, he can be intimidating, but I don't see him doing. I don't see anybody. I mean, doing but you're like gonna think Kevin about this Garnett though. Bully, listen, bully ball for him is exactly what he does. He's 10, 12 rebounds a night, 15, 20 points a night. That's that's his bully ball. I'm gonna beat you on the boards. I'm gonna beat you in the paint. As far as like there, who's a bully in the NBA right now, Sean? I don't know. There's not many guys like that's not the game that's played. Like a anymore. straight up bully. I wanted to like go. You're gonna drive, and yeah. I'm gonna knock you down. No, I want to go back to like the early 2000s. Rudy Gobert. 90s. No, he he doesn't shy away. He doesn't shy away. But Clint Rudy, Capella doesn't shy away. Rudy Rudy Gobert is not that guy. Rudy Gobert is like, hey, what's going on? But like, he doesn't shy away. He turns around during the games after the games over. He's every, he's buddy buddy. Like, Except like, for when he's spreading that Rona. <laughs> but um, listen, I don't I don't under get out of here. <laughs> I don't understand like why there isn't. I I get it. I understand like that's the whole mantra of the NBA. Like everyone's boys with everybody. It's all one team. But there needs to be 
some kind of direct path where somebody needs to be like the asshole. Like I want something like like you know when they have guys like Grayson Allen like come out of college. I thought he was gonna be like an annoying asshole in the NBA, and he's not. Yeah, he's, but he's, a, he's a bench roll on the Grizzlies. Yeah. How about how about this? And, and this maybe it's just time we accept the fact that the NBA we grew up watching is dead. It'll never be and dead. loved is gone, and it's not coming back. These guys are more concerned about the money that they make than they are about championships, than they are about winning, than anything else. They're more concerned about being buddy-buddy. You know, you know, well, I wouldn't say they're more concerned about championships there because is look no... what they're doing. you got four teams that are loaded and all the other teams like, man, we're just scrapping for a bench guy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because guys, cause, because again, and this started in 2007 with the Celtics, you have to get three superstars now on a team to win a championship because that's the new mold. Guys all of a sudden realize that they could do that and teams could make it such. It never used to happen that way. Magic would have never teamed up with 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 Larry. Larry would have never never teamed up with Jordan. Just like Dominique would have never teamed up with any of them. So on and so forth. It was always one guy, and then you put together put together a team around that guy to try to win. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the team building aspect of it is is what's wrong with the NBA. I think it can be this way. But when you have all these guys that are constantly just free agents and and, and assassins for hire. Yeah, you're going to lose some of that ability to be like, fuck you. I need, we need the NBA to abort completely their salary structure. Just nuclear detonate what, that entire thing. Bullshit? Get rid of the whole fucking thing. There should be a min and a max for a salary cap. No mid-level exceptions, no max contract. It is kind of stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, it, it's... It's stupid. What the NBA does is how the NFL messes with a signing bonus. It's the same bullshit, just different language. No, it's not, because it makes it impossible to... Did you guys see Stefan Diggs took a pay cut? I was waiting for somebody to say it. No, it makes it impossible to... Fucking idiots. It makes it impossible for teams that are building youth to do something like Utes? that. Youths. They say, you know what? Oh, hey, what? the core is going to stay together. We'll all take cheaper money to bring in another star too. Like if Golden State wants to stay together, they're like, oh, oh, you all Golden can State. Sign. Hold on, they already did that. They did that, but then they can't do anything right now because the well, team Clay fucking up. was like, ah, my knee. But again, Twice. everyone's everyone's max contract out, and then you can't go acquire any new players. So the team sucks now, and no one gives a shit. Well, no, they don't. They only suck, suck because just, of ah, my knee. Yeah, they're, they only sucks. They're hurt. They still made the fucking play-in game with Steph only playing like forty-eight games. They made the playing game. They lost. Again, Both. if Steph played the whole season, Keith, but Keith probably wasn't in the playoff game. As soon game. as they lose that game, the rumor comes out, Steph Curry might be a trade. Guy, his rumors for fucking everything. I know, but that doesn't happen. I'm right, saying, like, in Steph- basketball, it's it's too often. It's like like LeBron's jumped, like, three teams, four teams, or whatever it is. It's fucking annoying. Like, Curry. I feel... Well, he went... I've gotten the... Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland, LA. Hey, perfect. Shut up. Oh my god, that sounded really fucked up. <laughs> that did not. I'm sitting there, me and Sean were both like. <laughs> Time mark nine fifteen ish. My God, nine fifteen. Listen. Fifty eight minutes into the live stream. <laughs> let, so let, forty no forty three. Whatever. All right. Well, we'll, we'll go back to that after after the show's over. Um, <laughs> I, I don't Listen, like mine that. Was I two want, weeks ago. I'm I was trying to stifle. Like it. I want guys to like. Try to stick with a home team and just go with it, and start like this jumping get, back I, and forth. I get that part of it. I don't even oh, know. Like I don't, Dane, I don't even care if guys do that if they stay with their home team or not. But when you're on the court and you're between the lines, be enemies. I will say this: be yes. adversaries. The whole point. In these free guys, agency. these guys aren't even adver- they're, I, I'm sorry, they're they're not even being enemies. They're not even being adversaries. Yeah, they're just like, forget enemies. Boys. They're just 
hey, man. It's like, oh, cool, bro. Like, let me tell you something right ass, now. Like, and I can't say this for you because I've never played you in a sport. Okay? I've played this guy in many sports. Mm-hmm. And, yes, we're boys. The second he was on the other team. Oh, there was a, a palpable hatred. It was literally oh. like, oh, so, so you're on this side. Hey, what's up, man? All right, good game. Yeah, go fuck yourself. It's yep. game time, no baby. No offense. If I played either of you in anything, I'd rather just beat the shit out of you senselessly and just be like, well, I, well, at the end of it, you'd be like, yeah, I didn't mean to beat the crap well, out of you, but I did. But, but guess what? We were on the line, so that's what we do. I mean, there, like, was, you know there, was, there was one period of time where I like I grabbed my dick and told somebody to suck it in a DY double game after I hit a game-tying free throw. Is this, is this last week? And it was Timmy who fouled me. Probably. Who's one of my oldest best friends. And I was just like, I grabbed my dick and was like, suck my dick, faggot. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and almost got teed up for it. Mm-hmm. But How it was. How didn't you? Because uh, the ref was too busy laughing. Because <laughs> he was. Like, he was knew, it Buckley? Uh, no, it wasn't Buckley. It was uh, the, the blonde guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, I hated that fucking Me too. Guy. And he I hated me, which I can't believe. It. He came up to me afterwards. He's like, hey, listen, man. Like, I know this is a. Kind of a, a chippy little rivalry you guys got here, but um, he's like, there's women and kids around, and there was like a woman with her kid, and they were in the door at the gym at the middle school. Just that were, guy. She was just die- She started. You know, I'm laughing. starting to think now that whiff that we get is him. It is him. <laughs> she started dying laughing, and and like with the kid, and the kid was like, oh, like it, they were, they thought this it was, was hilarious. This, listen, this was around the time when DX was really prevalent. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I told you to let me know when you. <laughs> It was funny though, but it, like they came up, but that was like, but that was one of my best friends, and I was talking so much shit. Which made to him it all the, the more fucking fun. game, dude. I did because I, not Think only of talk- who one of my best friends were growing up, a one J Swish Mata. Yeah, you want to talk about battles, bro? Like oh. we would literally be fisting, dude. Like, how many literally times? hand to fist with each other? Sure and then, Mata, and then, and then Mata they, punched me in the face. That's what I'm saying. In a pickup game. That's what I'm saying. That we finish game play. <laughs> because like, we didn't, no. because, yeah, because we didn't want to lose. Yeah, like we just there and me, I hate losing. There is, yeah, I'm a sore loser. There is like wow, there is so the three of us hate to lose. No fucking way. No, but there are people that are not sore losers. No, like, and, like people can accept losing. I can't. No. Yeah, the guys in it the like, NBA. It like apparently. ruins my mood. Facts. Listen, I lose in a video game and it ruins my mood. Never mind a fucking real life. Battle. Smallwood used to make fun of me I because quit. Smallwood would be like, Smallwood, Smallwood always be like, Joey's the worst loser I've ever seen. He'd be doing a crossword puzzle and be like, I swear to God, if I can't get five little word for fucking independence, I'm gonna slam this shit. And then I was like, this you see, free. <laughs> and then and and like, but that was true. Like, there's there's two things I hate in life: losing and the Patriots. In that order. Other than that, like, I can pretty much stomach anything else. Like, what the Red you know, Sox? Did John Henry die yet? Almost. Okay, then they're still number three then. Uh, but LeBron but, bought into them. Don't listen, man. I'm doing a really good job separating the art from the artist. Okay. He's not don't drag LeBron into this, please. LeBron. Okay. LeBron. Oh, oh Cole got you. Thing you hate most: losing to baby legs. <laughs> First of all, didn't lose. Never happened. I got. Oh, you are my fucking I know, hero I know. right now. By the way, if anybody's listened to the show as long as you have and and knows this story, I commend you. But I, I have to meet this man in real life. This, what, baby legs? This man with baby legs. Oh, he's a, he's a shell of himself now. Now he's all like beefy and still baby legs. Dude, it's legs. been like a year and a half. Nah, it's been like three, is four he, years is he, is he corpulent baby legs now? Mm. Nice. Mm. This, this man in like an old folks home? He, like yeah, what, do you wheelchair? Mean, what do you mean this was last year? Bro, last year was COVID. There was no softball. It's a year and a half ago. Uh, this is two years no, ago. No, this was like two, almost three, <laughs> three years, years ago. Three years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Because we played Jake a whole- the Snake was still playing with We us. played a whole year without him. Then we had uh, no playing at all. We talk about the story so much, it feels like it was a year and a half ago. Yeah, well. I mean, it, Ben's chiming in. I love it. 
I love it's, it. It's look the the this that's, summer, that, listen. That's Joey's most hated thing. The ever. facts get skewed a lot. Here well, we fucking go. No, in that no, story, no. This summer we're, we're, we're doing, doing the combine. No, we're doing the row one. Right, we're like that. Where Joey was like, Joey's like, oh, I beat everybody in a race, and I'm like, ain't gonna happen. Guy, can you let me heal a little bit? Can we do it towards yeah, the course, end of the summer? Of course. All right, good. Do you want? I, I have one, I have one speed now. Like I just go like slow. Yeah, it's just. So he's already admitting defeat. I just don't run anymore. Got run. I can't do nothing physical for the past, like, five months. No, I get that. I mean, but, you know, still. My best attribute now is just talking shit and swinging things. Listen, That's your, it. your best attribute has always been talking shit. Let's be real. Yeah, well, duh. I mean, Hence the fucking microphone. Also, yes. Yes. I mean, look, look, Tink is in the chat. Tink, am I not the best shit talker in this league? I mean, Better I, yet, Tink, did he not lose the fucking race? I literally, <laughs> Tink wasn't there. He wouldn't know. Tink I there. literally got a kid. I almost got a kid killed because he pulled down his pants and showed his ass to, like, Albie's niece and nephew. I thought Albie was going to stab him right there. And then he almost got thrown out of the league. And then he actually got cut from his team. I shit talked to kids so hard, his own team cut him. Hey, uh, Cole, we need to uh, figure out a way how to get Joey to race somebody. But it has to be, like, like a formidable opponent because I'm going to play the Yokozuna theme song when he pulls into the parking lot. Wait, you're going to play the what? Hit it. Oh, we can all hear it. <laughs> this needs to be my walk-up music at softball. Can we do that, Cole? Can we have walk-up music at Buttonwood? Of course. Of course we we talked about it last week with the fucking... Uh, just the... bring one of those, like, all right, so, so, Keith, why don't, you, why don't you just come to softball on Sundays and just DJ? Okay. We'll just we'll bring, like, a boombox and an iPod or whatever. And... Yeah, that's about all I can do right now. Yeah, and you just time. sit on the bench and just give everybody their walk-up music. I'm with it. All right, that would be fucking fun as hell. As soon as everybody hears, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you have to. Someone has to bring salt and like salt, like like in front of him, like before you go. <laughs> and then what? The next time, do rose petals and play fucking coming to America. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be bad. I'm, all, I'm with well, it. You're gonna be the rose bearers. So I why can't. don't we do that? Why what don't the we just... fuck? It's right down so the street. Thomas from is... at Buttonwood. Oh, I'm busy Sunday mornings. Fuck you, no, you're not. I, I am. I'm Bullshit. playing flag football, football and being a superstar, oh, laying out for a ball, right. throwing out my are shit. You, are you in the league now? Dude, nobody gives a shit. Uh, oh, no, yeah, no, we're he talking is, about our is. old man softball, so let's talk about your flag yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us, Sean, about this flag football league. It's just flag football. I understand that. What, Listen, Sean. Sean comes in. He puts on his headband. Right. No, I'm going. bitter as Hold shit on. right now. That's why. I don't want to fucking talk about it. his headband. And you know what his theme music is before he starts his game? If you are what you say you are, a as he lays out as he lays out for a pass and breaks six ribs. I use I use my wife's like, what's that like sparkle shit you put in your face? Rouge. Glitter? Rouge. I don't fucking know. What the fuck is rouge? <laughs> Some shit that girls put on their yeah, face. It's a thing. It's I have thing. never heard of rouge in my life. You'd also never heard of raking a forest before either. You thought like el- like elves came out and did it. So, <laughs> first of all. I was like, who the fuck is raking a forest? And Joey's like, yo, everyone. And I'm like, I never heard anybody raking a forest. It's called forest management, Sean. Look it up. It's in a book, okay? Yeah, because I go, I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on with the forest. Let me go see if they rake. Oh, they do. There's moose. I just always thought that was common knowledge. Okay, there's moose. I have fucking no idea. There's moose. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, okay. Yeah, meese. Good talk. The meese? Is moose meese? No, it's moose. It's just mooses? Meese is like mice. Yeah, no, I know, but like. it's moose. If it is moose, moose and, plural and moose, moose is plural and single. 
but shouldn't it be moose? like hey, there's plenty shouldn't of moose? Be like, like mooses? This, there's a lot of moose no. out there. Yeah, I know. Like, I, know I know. I know. You're right. Like, but I'm just hey, saying. Look at that fucking moose. Don't you think that's like? Doesn't that just feel like a missed opportunity though? Like, no. I feel like mooses is more fun to say. Mooses no. is fucking retarded. <laughs> the mooses is loses. <laughs> the moose, exactly, Sean. Thank you. The mooses is loses. I'm gonna pull a Sean. <laughs> that's fine. Leave it. <laughs> and that noise was me yeeting my microphone. Or, or, or it could be look. Look at this herd of meese. I don't know. I just think meese would be... Look at the meese. Look at the meese. Oh, like stinky nigga about to jump on your head? Hey, careful, man. Gee, he can say that. He can say it. No. He's doc... Bro. He's Dude, right he's docked us. Facebook is like... like <laughs> yeah, we've been on for way too long. For no, Facebook now. doesn't care. It, Facebook's going to be like... Mm. Listen, now, if Lauren walked through the door, maybe... Yeah. Facebook's going to be like, mm, complexion check on the infringing party. Mm. Fact check it. All done. It's Good. Like Prego. It's in there. All right, moving oh, yeah. along. Okay, anyway, what were we getting to after this? There's a whole something we were supposed to be getting to. Oh, the Celtics, Kyrie, everybody's We already bitches. finished that. No uh, one, everyone, everyone should hate each other. We were going to get to NFL talk. You're, no, they're all well, bitches. No, no, no. no. The uh, last thing we have to do is just Trey Young. Yeah, so we're oh going to do the Trey. Oh, my God, we forgot about Trey Young. I didn't. Well, no, we didn't forget about Trey Young. You, I mean? just, you were just ready to jump right into the NFL. Well, which because I'm fucking tired this, about it. <laughs> Honestly, there's fucking nothing going on right <laughs> now in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, again, it's <laughs> 9.24 p.m. on, you know, Fucking June first. Come on, let this be cold. Talking about the race. Aaron Rodgers still isn't a fucking Bronco for fuck's sake. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Who's this? What's up, buddy? Oh, what up? What's up? What's up? I hope I'm not uh, late and off topic, but um, no, no, oh, first of all, never. first of all, Cole, I don't know if you ever listened to the show. There's no such There's thing as either of those. Yeah, because we <laughs> start. We were late. talking about Joey being the best shit talker and having some of the best moments in softball. Let's well, not forget the day he picked a fight with the old man on the balcony. Oh, hell fucking yeah. Hell, wait, hold on. Let's, Cole, let's get the whole preface on this, all right? Oh, I've heard this All story. right, so look, the best part about it is is Joey is going up to bat, right? No. Having a horrible game at the plate. So Cole looks at the face. He goes, hey, way to look at one. Why don't you fucking take a pitch? Yo, pitch comes in, dead center of the plate. Joey goes, that's why I don't fucking take a pitch, right? Next pitch no. comes, hey, it's short as all fuck. Joey lunges and swings and has the biggest width I've ever seen in my life. No, 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 no. This is the one. No, this is the one where where the yeah, no, where, no, the, no. where the ball no, no the no, ball no. hit on the back of the plate and Bobby called it a strike and it wasn't and it wasn't and I and Bobby it was pissed and I flung the bat. Yeah, you flung the yeah. bat you and the Bobby bat through the you threw the bat yeah. through and the bat. Bobby was, yeah, yeah. And then Bobby was like. He's like, do that again, and I'm, I'm throwing you out. And I was like, I'm gonna oh, throw no. myself. I was out. like, I'll throw myself out. Like, don't. I was like, please, don't eject me from my free softball league. Hey, so now there's this old man that's on his balcony. Mind you, the week before, he was handing out beers and drinking with us, right, yeah. Cole? Yeah, right. Yep. The dude goes, "Hey, guy, why don't you calm down over there? And shut up a little bit." Fucking bear just wakes up in Joey. Dude, I don't even know if there was English come out of his mouth. It was just foam and spit with his hand pointed up in the air. That was that was pretty funny. That was not you one of my have, one I of my favorite. Too late. Why don't you shut the fuck up before I come up there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And all of us are like, "Yo, Joey, chill out, bro. Like, Dude, we're trying to play here next year." His morning cigarette. He's having his morning cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> he really was, dude. Joey's ready to fucking fling a bat at the dude. I was ready to fucking take one. If if I could have hit a ball that day, I would have thrown one up with my left hand and fucking belted one up at his fucking guy's patio. Fresh out the tubby and watching softball. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's probably sitting there like, I wonder if I can get a beer from these kids. Oh, not today. <laughs> uh, I saw if I messed up the flow. Of the oh, no, there's oh, no, 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 that was, that was a good one. But Cole, but, since you're on, <laughs> yeah. since you're on, while we got you here, while we got you here, 
you know, What's up? Joey still to this day is in some fucking denial. Hey, dude, it's unreal. About no, this baby unreal. legs race. It's like he blacked out. Yeah, yeah well, like I mean, he blacked, blacked out. out at the starting line because he couldn't get out of the fucking hole. Hey, maybe that happened. <laughs> <laughs> It's I mean, like it's just, I, I don't get it, Joey. Like, maybe no I, bla- maybe I blacked honest. out because all the blood was rushing to my feet that were moving faster than baby legs, like which is why I won the race. So, uh, you know. Joey definitely blacked out. He's like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose. You, right, let's put it this way. Joey, you won the race if it was 20 feet after the finish line. Right. All right. Right. No, no, no. I won the race in the grass. Straight but on. if the race was to the fucking bag. But there was no line at the bag. There was no line. We were too far Sean, off. Sean, we, we were we, running we, between listen, first no, and I second. Understand. We play with two bags. There's a red one and a regular one, right? They were each on one side of the line. Yes. No, we weren't. We were way in the middle. Dude. We started like halfway at the third baseline. We started in center field. No. Third, third baseline? baseline? It was from right. home plate to home first plate. base. No. Wow, home Joe, plate to first base. Home plate to first base. Cole. Home plate to first base. Listen, we were right on the first base bench side. The, yes, the race, the race that Ocho proposed, which I definitely would have won, is if we both started at home. One of us ran to first, one of us ran to third, and yeah, we circled well, the yeah, bases and got back to home. Right, but, that, but then what we said, we decided. Me and no, me and Baby Legs agreed. First base, first base. No, I said grass, grass, grass. Okay, because no, no, the grass no. was no, a no, physical no. barrier. No, 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 no. It no. was a, spo- a Cole, spoken agreement against Cole, me and, uh, between me and Baby Joey, Legs. Joey, he was still ahead of you by five feet, dude. No, Cole, he wasn't. Not Cole, to the grass, he wasn't. Cole. Dude, Joey. Cole. I love you to death, man, but. Listen, bro. I'd be, be honest. Hold on. Shut, 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 shut your mouth. I wish Jake. I, I wish Logan Paul situation. I wish. Oh my God. I wish Jake the Snake was here because Jake the Snake was the Dude, only Jake one that was like half in the bag. Listen, well, Jake, so was no, I. What Cole, the fuck's the difference? Cole, let's be real. You want to know what that was for Jake right there? That was Jake giving Joey just one little piece of dignity. <laughs> Like, yeah, man, everybody else is wrong. You're right. You it wasn't won. even you won. close, though, Joey. I'm sorry. Listen, all of us on the bench it was close. said he could beat you at first base, Joey. Way to fucking Joey, run that out. You jumping off the bench and screaming like that he beat you? Like- well, yeah, but then, even if I roasted him by 12 car lengths, he was, everybody was going <laughs> to claim I, he, he beat me. No, no, no. If you would have beat him, it didn't we would have been like, no, all right, no, because well, he shut us up. It doesn't matter. No, because that's, yeah, not, a good, yeah. that's not a good story. Yeah, just all me beating baby legs is like, oh, okay. Yeah, literally. Why you Cole, pick, you're right. It's like, oh, you're picking on the kid named Baby Legs. Oh, no, you see what Cole said? put it this way. Did you see a post that Joey won that race? No. You no, because find post. unfortunately, Jake the Snake is not on Facebook. But his wife is, <laughs> and she was there. I don't think she was there that day. She used to always come I know for a fact, if you win that race, she it's all over social. Correct. Well, no, I mean. And I, we're all tagged in it. I'm just saying I didn't lose. Dog, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Everybody that lose. was on that field, that was on our squad, that was on that fucking bench. That wanted baby legs to win in the worst way. Dude, no, man. We all said home to first. I'm glad in Joey's mind that was home to grass because you run to the grass when you go on a first base now. Well, because the grass is a physical barrier. It's something easy to see. Do you even remember why you raced him? <laughs> yes. Probably because I was talking shit. No. You want to know why you raced him? Because we were talking shit to you because you would never fucking run to first base. Yeah, you're like, yeah. bro, you're so slow, baby legs could beat you. You're like, no, he fucking yeah. can't. No, he, and he didn't. And he did. No, he didn't. And he uh, did. What, what is uh, Tink talking about Williamsport? What's the, what's that? Oh, what's that, that was uh, that was a different joke. That was um, Ocho's kid there. Um, oh, what? Tyler? Trader, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Fucking Benedict Arnold. Fast. Look, even Ben's on there saying he's seen it. We, of course, of course, of course, of course. Ben's going to say he's sorry. Of course he is. Of course he is. It, hey, Joey, I'll see you Sunday, all right? Yeah, all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a Buttonwood by myself. 
I'll be, there, be, I'll be there with the theme music call. You know what the theme music's going to be? I'm going to be like I'm going to be like Daniel Snyder in that fucking South Park episode going up against uh, the, the Redskins, going against the Redskins against the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm actually kind of bummed we're not playing on Sunday. I was actually very much looking forward Dude, to it. I didn't even week. think about it. Then I was when I went back and checked the schedule. I was hoping and praying we had like an 8:30 or early game. And there's nope. We got the four o'clock. Well, if we can if if we can throw together like some scrappy squad or just anybody who will play, Dude, I'll, there's I'll like be there. literally like twelve of us that are going. Right, but I mean, say we can we can get like a bunch of subs for one week. Like they won't. I don't want to be like playoff eligible, but we can still go get the win, right? I mean, if we can try, but All right. Well, if you can throw something together, Here, I'll let, be there. Let, hold on, and let, I'll be let, there let, with. Let beers. me just say this. There's 25 people on the team. Every week it seems like we're scrapping for 10. I know. I know. This is true. This is true. 25 people on the team? And every yeah. week we're scrapping for 25 10. 25 people technically on the roster, yeah. Well, what look, all right, 20, 24 because I'm a handicap, so, like, you know. I'm and, uh, throwing the ball underhand from right field. Cole, let me know. I'll uh, just remind me to uh, Venmo you the money for the jerseys, too. Yes, actually, I got to do that as you well. You already did that, didn't you? I did. Did I? I might have. So. You should have just allowed yourself to Double yeah, check. Anytime now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. Okay. Because I got a list of people who haven't left. So I'm going to order them in like a week or two. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it because I, I actually found my old my TPS hat. Oh, from I still last have year. my TPS, all my TPS shit. Well, I was just mm-hmm. digging through my closet today because I was looking for Mark uh, came up from Florida and he brought me a fucking sweet Miami University of Miami golf shirt. Nice. So I'm like, dude, where's my oh, university? Are you going to wear this Sunday that you're not going to? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> listen, if I could have gotten four people to play, I would have. But Keith was like, I can't. My back's fucked. And my other buddies that I usually play tournaments with, my brother's working this weekend. And oh, every- wait, that, that was it's the same tournament. It's I told Cole. you to, I told you to put me in. Cole's we, you, you, you and me and who else? Mm. It's 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 me, a cripple, and Sean. That's it. Uh, you, can you, you, you 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 mean to tell me we look? We can't get Sean. We can barely get Sean to commit to like coming out to like fucking like pay like twenty bucks to eat, let alone a hundred bucks for a golf yeah, tournament. Yeah, Sean's gotta come to one of the games. He's gotta come to one of the games. Shut up, Sean. The fuck do I get asked out to eat? No, look, if we can get four people, I'm down. I've been looking for. I've been talking to my physical therapist. I know my brother will definitely whole time like this. All right, well, there's three of us shooting for the six. Like that's what I've been shooting for this whole time. All right, well, even my father, I think, was gonna play too. Whoa, 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 whoa! Dougie Fresh is down. Dougie Fresh. Wow. Oh well, this puts a whole new paint job on things, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you can get, listen, you you shoot them a message. You shoot me a message. We'll coordinate. And I'm, I'm down. I might not be able to play the whole thing, but I'm. I'll give you whatever I can. Whatever, bro. I'll just bring the birdie juice. I've been dying to play Swansea anyway, so. Nice. Good nice. course. Word. Just as though he had what about no nips? No stream. nips. You down? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, dude, we could get beefy tits. He's not allowed to drive. Yeah, he is not there allowed you go. to drive. Get him out of the house. He is not allowed to drive. Last time I played golf with him, he drove the car. He almost broke my leg. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah, it's kind of par for the course. No pun Ben's intended. Ben's still using those Monopoly get out of jail free cards, poor guys. <laughs> yeah, but he can't pass go, go and collect two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, nope. That, that goes uh, through, that goes to his kids' haircuts <laughs> <laughs> and hammer pants. All right, right, I'll let you guys go. I'm going to go back to watching the show. Sounds good, buddy. We'll talk to you later. All right, cool. All right, later, guys. Later, brother. uh, Yeah, no, if you can get four, I'm down. All right, look. look, What about Nicky Bag of Dicks? Mm. Him and his brother. No, I think he's playing something on Sunday. Let me. I'll I'll text him when we get off the air. I'll text him when we get off the air. See if we can get. See if we can slap something. Don't him and his brother play all the time. That's what I said. Get him and his brother. I didn't think about that. They usually hit me up to play on Sundays because he works Monday through Friday, which is Sunday's my one guaranteed day off of the week. Sunday's the one day I usually don't play golf. On on, ironically enough, I got two more tournaments coming up in June. I got one on a Monday. The other one that we're doing. I have Samantha's father's. Yeah, when is that? That's, that's the, one the one that 14th. I'm talking about. So that's next weekend. I'm playing that one with my brother Ryan and Ryan. 
Oh, okay. So I don't have you in my foursome for that one. All right. Did you have a foursome for that one? No, remember I said back way back when I said that row one would do something. Oh, oh. We and you're like, we yeah, spo- for sure. Yeah, we would sponsor it. So No, 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 that was Shadis's. No, Sam's just I, Sam's just came up like a couple weeks ago. No, no, Sam's actually put a promo for it like three months ago, and I tagged us in it. Oh, and maybe. then a couple weeks ago, she reminded everybody. Well, we kind of, I mean. Kind of screwed the pooch on that one again. Nikki's on vacation, so I don't know if I can get snowballs made up in time, you know, in that close of a, of a period. Hopefully, I can get something done for Shadisha's tournament, but even then, that's looking like it might When's be that? a little. Uh, that's June 30th. That's a Wednesday. Man, that's 29 days away. Holy shit. That seems like so far away, but it's like so close. It's like Jesus right around the. It's not even well, the fourth of July like, yet. Looks like this is my one chance at uh, this weekend's tournament to play. Well, not go. necessarily. You could probably always get in Shadisis, dude. You're just, just gonna get another foursome. I, I don't even know if we have a foursome for Shadisis. Yeah, I, I don't have. I don't have a lot of people. I gotta circle back because because my brother's supposed to play that one with me, but he's gonna be transferring to my work, so he doesn't even know if he's gonna have the day off. Uh, I think Nick is supposed to be the other one. I mean, I can get the day off. It's plenty of time. He's not – I don't even know if he's sure he's going to be able to get the day off anymore. I can get the day I off. might just grab my buddy Kyle and Drew from work as ringers and just go – and just, like, like ride their coattails to an easy W because that would just be fucking hilarious. Okay. Sounds like cheating. Because – listen, playing with my buddy Drew is legitimately cheating. I mean, I could probably get my boy Brent. He's really good at work, and I could probably get him. If I could get Drew, Drew's brother, Kyle, and then me – I could literally oh, just look just like that. I get the shaft again. I this could be that dude on the couch. I'm just sitting, I'm just saying I could literally sit in the couch. I could sit in the cart the entire day, and just hand out nips, and we would win by probably five. Well, that's strokes. a challenge. Now I think I might like, have to get I have to get my own ringer team. He's and like, be like oh, hey, Joey, eat a dick. He's like, look who these guys I got, and Keith Cross out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, you could totally play that one. I mean, Actually, look in my defense, Keith has been on the he's been on the DL for the last two months. I don't even uh, know if he can swing Keith, a club. Keith is a player coming back. Keith's three, like, I think I can months. go. Cross out. <laughs> February, bro. Okay, so yeah. you're just proving my point further. Yeah, I know, but I'm getting I, at. the whole time I had these dates circled, I was like, look, I got golf tournaments in June. I need to be able to swing a club by hand. Listen, I broke my best score today, okay? I'm feeling pretty good, so I might actually be able to hold my own now. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You know you know what they say. I'm not going to be able to swing as hard. Probably going to shoot the best golf I've ever shot in my life. Dude, that's how it always goes. Yeah. Okay, so Trey Young. What's going on about him? Trey Young. What? <laughs> no, this was fun. This was a lot of fun. This was a good conversation. Thank you, Cole. It was fine. This was fun. because Now we're just talking about golf. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a long rabbit hole. Well, golf is a lot of fun, dude. I want Sean on the course. See, Sean, because I would get so frustrated that I would, I would fucking quit. We by, like, need the to go out. Hole. No, look, we need go to go to out. The, the three range. of us. Let's go to the driving Fine. range. When, when fucking... I'm done with football in about seven weeks, what the fuck? It's like eight, nine weeks, including playoffs. So, because you play football on a Sunday, there's no other time you can hit a driving range or a golf course. Oh no, no, I'm not saying that. I thought, well, then what I thought you fu- always said Sundays. What the fuck? Ah, fuck Joey who, just who, said who? Sunday's the one day he doesn't play golf. Who is this guy? Who is he even here? Are we talking? I thought I was the one that was sleeping. I don't know. Golf I two now. I'm like. Yeah, you can hit a driving no, range see, any fucking day of the week. No, no, no. Oh, here's, what, here's, here's what I want you to do. All right, it's June 1st right now. I want you to go to the driving range, and on July 1st, somewhere in the first week of July, around the 4th of July, because that, that, the 4th of July is on a Sunday. Go on. Somewhere in that first week of July, we're going to play 18 holes of golf. Oh my we'll play it a cushion. I want you to go learn how to swing a club and get ready and be ready for the first I'm week of July. I'm not I'm giving clubs. you a month. You don't you have to buy a club. Clubs. You can take mine. Okay. I got clubs. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you clubs. Figure it's, it out. I will. I but I want you. And then we're gonna go and we're gonna film the whole thing. 
We're going to have a film crew come in a cart, and they're going to film gonna everything. Such a bad Cole, you're an honorary mood. guest member to this a, day. You I'm could be, be our fourth. I'm going to be in such a bad Cole's goddamn fourth. mood. Okay. Because I'm going to be like, Joey's going to be like. All right, Cole, you hear this? You're our fourth. Joey's going to be like, oh, I'm just going to swing. Oh, a cool 93 crisp. And I'm going to be like this, 128. Get the fuck out of here. I'm just be so pissed off by that time we get to the 18th hole. Now, you'll hate swinging with Joey because Joey's like, oh, I'm going to use my pitching wagon, and, you know, hit it like 150 yards. I'm like, dude, eat a dick. All yeah, right? I, I did that today, too. That was kind of funny. PJ was all mad at me because I hit, I hit a seven iron out of the rough from like a buck 85 into the wind. And he's like, Nah, dude. Like he and he hit like a four iron or a five iron, and like it just came up short. He's like, "Nah, you're gonna come up short." And I was like, "No, I'm not." Pin fucking high, dude. Like right there, and I was just like, "Chutch." Got it. And he's like, "How the fuck do you do that?" And I'm like, mm, "Just swing." Yeah, I'd be with Paul. I'd be using like a, a four or a five. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Do, do, do. <laughs> that's how. But anyway, so that's our challenge. Ju- the beginning of July, I want you to learn our swing. First club. week of July. Yeah, okay. first week of July. We're going to take what, Sean out for 18 holes his what, first time. What day do you guys go? Like, what day? Any day. I, I have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off every week. Okay. What the fuck? Okay, thanks, Ray Mysterio. That wasn't what it was supposed to be. <laughs> All right. Trey Young? Oh, my God. Okay, was that Kofi Kingston's first music? When he's, like, playing a Jamaican dude? Apparently, it's been playing this whole fucking time. Okay, yeah, Trey Young. Trey Young? Trey Young. All right, Trey Young. Let's so, uh, as we talk about race and how players react poorly to crowds. All right. No, not yet. Pause it. <laughs> as we react poorly to crowds, <laughs> we're, not gonna, not we're going to transition over to an athlete who uses it to his advantage and thrives. Oh, yes. Uh, in it. I mean, some of the shit that was happening to them was, like, fucked up. Like, we'll see one of the videos. was. Totally so, this is up. the one that's fucked up. So, popcorn getting tossed in a player. That's one thing. All right. Kind of, like, it's fucking stupid. You shouldn't do it. But, like, whatever. Like, it's kind of comes with the territory of being, like, an athlete. Like, it happens. A water bottle. A little more Sus. stupid. I'm not really down with that because that could actually hit somebody in the eye and, like, fuck somebody, like, hurt somebody, whatever. Breaking. AD out tonight. Yeah, I knew that. I figured that. Yeah, we said like I said, I said, I said that before the show. I figured he wasn't going to be playing. Well, now he's not. Yep. So, it's... And Le- but Officially. LeBron already, but LeBron already said, "I'm ready to take on whatever challenge I got to take." Even on. though he ain't 100. So, you know, you know what that Never. means is he's gonna be like, "I went out there and I put up a 40 point triple double with a broken ankle, and we won because I'm LeBron James." Well, I'm the greatest player in the world, and I'm the best. He falls down Space Jam too, and he might be the best of all time, and he might be the greatest. No, However, he is no. a tremendous dickbag. But that being said, he is Guy Ladouche. Popcorn, eh? Water bottle, nah, I ain't cool with that. This fucked up. This would warrant a response from me. And there's, would, a, there's, a go great tape. Th- there's a great thing in this tape. So I don't think we caught that. I'll play it so again. So now, if you see the woman directly behind him flinches, no, who's in front? If, in who's, front of that's him. That's uh, what Fifty Cent's girl. Now, yeah. if you, I was gonna say the person to the left of that woman is Fifty Cent. Homeboy who ever spit that loogie is lucky 50 Cent didn't turn around Watch and beat one the more fuck time. out of that, dude. I wish I had slow motion like Chappelle's show. Oh, true. Let's see that again. Slow motion. Shit. Boom, boom. Just like the backflip. Like, yeah, whatever. All right, here we go. Knicks were up one when Derrick Rose went to the bench. They went plus nine. That man just fucking spit on Trey Young. On his shoulder. That man just spit on Trey Young. I don't think it hit his I shoulder. I don't care. Like his shorts or something, but still. Where you are. You don't spit on someone. As a man, if you spit on me, we're fighting. 
Like, I don't give a shit if you're fucking 6'9". Yo, and that's what I'm saying. Like, 500 pounds. Did that dude who spit not realize And you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, dude. We are fighting. On, what if that landed on 50? What if that got on 50's girl? You know, like 50 Cent was going to turn around and fucking bang that dude out? Yeah, probably. Or, or he was probably just going to be like, yeah. Have this man killed. Yeah. Behind me to the left. Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, mark him. Thanks. I, don't know, I think the hood would come out in 50 real quick. That's because they haven't met the apes. I mean, it's just like that's how these guys roll now. Like, you know, they don't have to do their own dirty work anymore. This is true. But that right there, that's bullshit. that to me is fucking beyond. Like, that hey, is so that beyond disrespectful. That wasn't in Boston. Shouldn't that have been in Boston? Actually, it, it was because Boston was spelled N E W Y O R K. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. It's so weird how and that. Then, it's so weird how nobody talks about a, a, a black man being spit on as racist. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie's like, well, you know, you know, you know what they say up and there. I, I'll be honest. You know, like, I, I give no Kyrie. I don't know what. What do they say? I've given Trey Young. You know, that's his own hometown. I've given Trey Young so much more in this playoff series than I did going into it. Trey Young is a consummate professional. The fact that not he even did the not, fact that he's a consummate professional, dude. My boy has got it. People been. Which he we'll show, loves it. We'll show the next video. So this, right, this, this is how it would have looked if somebody had spit on me. This is what it would have ended up looking like. Oh yeah, yeah. But then guess what? And here comes Keith in the background. Jermaine O'Neal with the Superman punch. Jesus Christ! Yo, my boy's neck flobbles like a chicken. It's like, oh, that, that video never gets old. Jermaine O'Neal and and Steven Jackson. No. Landed more punches than Ron Artest, but Ron Artest gets all the credit for that, which yeah, is but this, awesome. This, 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 that right hand that Jackson just, dude, like. Listen, that, that was the day. That is a He-Man punch. I was always a Ron Artest fan up to that point. Yeah, that was the that day, was the day Ron him. Artest went to number two below Kobe. Mm. So, and like I was saying with Trey Young, Trey Young's endured some shit from these New York fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have another video that you can play. I do? You do. Sean sure sent do. it. So, Trey Young. Uh, uh, which one was it? The one that chanting. Uh, I didn't get that one. It should be on WhatsApp, but go ahead, find yeah, it. Yeah, no, remember we said we were going to play that one because you can't really hear it anyway. Of course oh, you so, can. Yeah, no, nah, you I, can't, can't hear it. Over, oh, yeah. It doesn't come over. But, but basically they were chanting at Trey Young, if you don't mind me saying, fuck Trey Young over and over and over and over again as he was going to inbound and what, the And ball. what did he do? Smiled. After the game, he just kept on going like this. Like, give me more. Yes. Give and me more. Because, give me that, more. because that man gets it. That's a man that thrives off of the and anger of the boy crowd and balls that out. And balled out. Dude, and what was the other thing? They, the Falcons are, they're what, 3 1 now? Yeah, 3 1. The they're, Knicks, they're going to the next round. Mm-hmm. The Knicks were panting out chants to say to him before the game. Did you see the, the chants that were left on the seat? Tonight we're chanting, Trey Young's bald. And then, like, they did it, but, like, it didn't phase him at all. And then when he went back to Atlanta, he's, like, pulling on his head. He's, like, I got hair. I got hair. And he's, like, picking on himself. It was, like, it's funny. Like, But, it, th- again, he takes it for what it is. Turns it into and motivation. And uses it and fucks you up. Sure does. But that's because Trey like, you know why? He said and he was, like, and I took it personally. I took it personally. <laughs> and I, I took that as offense. And he's probably going to win. What's that series right now? Three Is it one. Three one. Three one. Atlanta. Oh yeah. Atlanta's a three one. Julius Randle being like a big fraud. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> my boy looks trash. Atlanta. He's shooting like eighteen percent from the field. Dude, when the Atlanta know? fans are chanting, "You're overrated," and it's affecting you. You're probably right. you're, you're probably overrated. Yeah. Yeah. He, and rough. you know what? I'll give. He had a great season, but boy, yeah. when Derrick Rose at thirty three years old is the best player on your team. 
That's not a good look, New York. Derrick Rose looks look. like an old 33. He looks like he's about 40. My boys had seven knees. Well, maybe 17 knees. Mm. The I mean, I listen, hey, listen, I love Derrick Rose. I, I love D. Rose. I love the fact that D. Rose is, is somehow pulled this off this late in his career. Like, has pulled the Knicks, like, up from the mm-hmm. depths and made them at least relevant into June. I, I give Derrick Rose all the props in the world for that because – this is a guy that we thought was going to be one of the elite players in the league for a very long time to come and just got snake bitten by injury after injury after injury man, after injury those after knees, injury. Man, those knees were and it was just, no- it was sad. It really was because he was a phenomenal talent. I mean, that 9 10 Oh, dude, the two years went- that he played in Chicago, he fucking lit it. I mean, they won the MVP that year. He was but disgustingly good. He fucking lit it up, dude. They, like, you could not stop Derrick Rose, and he was a point guard. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Like, he was above the rim. He wasn't really shooting the ball much. It was all drive and and mm-hmm. and goes. Like there there wasn't if he shot it was because he had to. It wasn't because he wanted to. Of course. And it was but it, it was it was one of the really sad things. So I give Derrick Rose all the props Absolutely. in the world. I didn't expect the Knicks to be here at this point in no, the they, season they anyway. Not even Knicks fans dude, did. They played really good this They played year. out of their mind, dude. Yeah. So you know what? Let's not let this 3-1 drubbing and, and the shit-talking take away from what the Knicks did this season. Well, because what they, did, this. what they did was really cool. Well, and, got- and I'm very – and if you're a Knicks fan, you have every reason to be proud. Unless you're that Knicks fan that spit at Trey Young, in and which case, shit. I really hope you fucking wrap your car around a telephone pole mm-hmm. on the way home because that's kind of the piece of shit that you are. That, like, I wouldn't do that to anybody no. unless I was willing to take it to the, to the grave. Like – you and I, we're fighting. One of us isn't walking out. Period. That's the only time you spit at a man or on a man. Whatever. I've done it one time in my life. I don't regret it. He had it coming. That was being it, said, Lugie or mucus? No, it was. It wasn't a Lugie. It was just. <laughs> it was just. It was just straight disrespect. And then I scaled a fence and we fought. And yeah, I walked away. And he didn't. Sweet. He didn't die, but you know, whatever. Joey uh, killed a man. <laughs> It was in the parking lot of Gillette Stadium, okay? It was, I was coming out the heels of heaving a fucking propane tank like 400 yards and hitting some chick in the head, but whatever. What the fuck? Long so story. The man? Funny I know the story. story. Funny story. Again, me not being the aggressor was not the aggressor so, in any of these situations. Trey Young balling out. Going to move on to the second round. The Celtics are... Dunsky. Seven minutes away from being eliminated. All right. Um... Lakers kind of need to win tonight. This is a big it's, game. This listen, is a big game. Two, for Le- two. This is big for LeBron. All right. So I'm going to put this to you guys for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. I want you guys to talk about the Lakers because I got to make another drink. Oh my god. And well, look, I, I, I came very ill prepared tonight. Wow, really? Because we woke you up as we got here. Yeah, you woke me up fucking yeah. ten minutes before you were supposed to be on the air, and I was like, "Fuck! What time is it?" Um, so I'm going to go make a drink. You guys talk about the Lakers and what you think needs to happen tonight. Uh, in order for them to keep their playoff hopes alive, or if you think they're going to lose, whatever, I'll be right back. Then we're going to get into some NBA, sh- uh, NFL shit because more NBA. There's huh? some pretty breaking news in the NFL just now. No, no one's moving yet, but but there are tidbits. There, there are, are tidbits. Tiddlywinks. We maybe we're just going to sprinkle a little big L on top and see what you got. Nope. See what you got. Okay, you guys talk about the Lakers. Hold on. So, Keith, you want to go first? Speak about my Lakers. No. Go ahead. Speak about Royals. I don't know. It just seems like now we didn't know that AD isn't playing tonight. Kind of signals like a possible potential loss right there for me all of a sudden. Because you're going to basically rely on LeBron to do everything. Can he? Sure. 
Well, I mean, they still got Andre Drummond, so like they still have a big that they can rely on. The difference between Andre Drummond and It's a AD, huge drop-off. Yeah. Andre Drummond doesn't shoot outside of 12 feet. No. AD can hang around the three-point line and make you guard him. I honestly think, and as much as I know Chris Paul fucks up in the playoffs, I think tonight is the Suns' game to lose, not the Lakers' game to win. I agree with that statement because I think the Suns are just going to win the series. To be completely honest with I you, I mean, I I kind of like the Suns can, going into it. But we can get AD. You can get AD back for the next game, but I think it's over. If the I Lakers, if the game, Lakers lose tonight, it's done. If no, it's whoever wins this game wins the series. That's that's what it is to me. If the Lakers win, okay. I don't see them losing the series because they'll get AD back. But if the Suns win, I think the Suns are winning the series, and that's the end of the Lakers. I mean, look, the Suns were the number ones. Were they number the number two, one no, seed? No, number two seed. Sorry, number two. Number seed. one seed was the Jazz. Yes, and the so, Jazz have their own shit going on. No, the Jazz are fine now. They got Mitchell back. They're good. Oh, are they? They lost the first game against the Grizzlies. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't watched Mitchell. Sh- I haven't Mitchell watched didn't play. Mitchell played. They've won jazz. two in a row, three in a row. See, I don't watch anything. So of jazz. the Jazz are moving on. Um, I think you know coming into this, I, the Suns. I said it. The Suns had a chance. But I always say, well, Chris Paul plays for them, so, you know. Well, I know Chris Paul is like and a what happened? playoff guy. And what happened? Third game, a second game of the series, Chris Paul's going to shoulder injury. Wow. Chris Paul getting injured in the playoffs. Never seen that before. Lakers win the game. Next game, he comes back. Suns win the game. Mm-hmm. So, if Chris Paul plays 30-something minutes, yeah, okay, they could probably win tonight. So, what happens if Chris, Chris Paul gets hurt in the second quarter? Then the Suns lose. There we go. It all depends on Chris Paul being injured in the playoffs, which Legit. is like... It's like the sun rising tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, Chris Paul is hurt in the playoffs again? Get out of here. So, uh, you probably heard us as you're walking in the stairs. I think whoever wins this game win the series. That simple. Yes, and I heard as I was going down the stairs, too, you guys saying that AD being out, and it's like, well, what? LeBron's got to put the team on his back and do it all himself? Yeah, he yeah. does, it, does well, it most of the time anyway. Like he's done a billion times before. But it's, it's, more, it's more stressful. I get it. And I'm just saying... And- it's, it's a good di- Suns no, team. It's different. It's a great Suns team compared yes. to what, dude, they won 58 fucking games this year. Don't, Stop it. Don't say they're not good. I'm not saying they're not good. Great? They won 58 games this Knock year. Knock it off. Great. I mean, it, is, it is 58 games. For this year in the NBA, yes, they're a great uh, team. Uh, no, because see, the reason why I was just agree with you on that and say, because the measure of, the, the, the way we measure greatness in the NBA is no longer by wins and losses in the regular season because nobody take nobody fucking cares about the regular season anymore. The regular season is a formality for half of these teams. How about Why this? The Lakers, how about, the how Lakers about were the like, Suns? eh, we got to fucking do the play game. You know what They flipped their record from last year. I understand Literally, that. Literally, they, they swapped but wins and losses. You've, you've, got to under, you've also got to understand. The reason why the regular season is being shit is because right now the Suns are finding themselves in a must-win game three, uh, five situation mm. against the seventh seed. A seven seed. Now, if the Lakers didn't get hurt, would they be a seven seed? That's what I'm saying, though. The, the, no, the regular season's a formality. They Nobody cares. Be, yeah, I know. But so I'm what? just saying, but I'm, if just, you're, I'm if just disagreeing you're, with your assessment that the, the Suns dis- are great. No, I'm going to say they're this. Good. They're good. They they're a played, nice little team. They played great basketball all year long. It transitioned right into the playoffs, and they're still playing the same basketball. Mm-hmm. That's a good two great team. And if AD doesn't get hurt in the fucking in the, at, at, right at the end of the first half the other night this is a 3-1 series and the Lakers are walking away with it tonight. You say the same thing Chris Paul didn't hurt his shoulder then. Chris Paul I don't no please. I'm not I'm not I'm seriously I'm not even I, I, we're not putting AD and Chris Paul on the same level in no, terms no, no, of No no but I'm saying on the team. Yes, I will because Chris Paul when he's on the court the Suns are like plus 12. Chris Paul off the court they're minus like 18. You're you're not saying who's the better player. You're saying for the team. For the team. Yeah. Like, Chris Paul makes the Suns tick. 
Chris Paul makes the Sun tick more I, than AD makes the Lakers tick. Right, and you're going to see that tonight when LeBron comes out and just puts, this, puts the Lakers on his back and just wins this game Which outright. is fine, which he's going to have to do Because anyway. that's the beauty of being... Having LeBron and AD, he's, he's going to pull a nineteen. He's going to pull a nineteen eighty Hogan's promo. I'm going to put the team on my back and doggy paddle this team to victory. <laughs> Dude, one of the best promos I've ever heard in my life. I literally thought you were going Darren Sharper with that, and then you, nope, you you act, you nailed it. No. Sorry, I thought 80s you were. Too, Hogan. I know, I thought you were confusing two things, and it was oh. going to be hilarious. I'm honestly surprised you did Hogan. You didn't whip out a little cream. Right. I feel like I, I go to the macho well too too yeah, much. That's, that's like you, though. The macho well. I like that. Yeah, yeah but that's you, though. I gotta go to the macho well. That's you. I was waiting for him to be like, well, I'm just gonna come out and be like, the I queen. can't tell you a lava. Rise to the top. I think yeah. LeBron's gonna bring out a little bit of a special sauce. Yeah. Nah, that was fucked up. That's, that's not fucked up. That's I like, love that. Joey and I were doing it better. What? No, he just nailed it. Come on. Let's get the man some fucking I don't give a shit. What are you, my dad? You saw all of a sudden you turn the biggest fucking hater on the fucking place of the face of the earth? Like, Jesus Christ. Me and your what? dad will never see eye to eye until he gives up his his love for Harden. This is oh, true. he loves Harden. I know, I know he does. It's so weird. It's inexplicable. It's so weird. Did uh, you because see? Because he's like, he, in like, the other day, so I'm talking to my dad. It's funny as fuck you bring that up because I'm talking to my dad the other day, right? My dad's like, yeah, you know, fuck it. We were talking about the Lakers. You know, yeah, fuck LeBron. Fuck the Lakers. You know, the old school Celtics guy. Yep. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if LeBron played for the... Like, if LeBron was on the Lakers, my dad would probably be like, yeah, LeBron, whatever. But he plays for the Lakers now, so my dad's like, fuck LeBron. Gives him a little bit more reason to say fuck LeBron. He's like, I, oh, I fucking hate Lakers. As long as the fucking Lakers had fucking little kid there with his fucking chewing on his fucking mouth guy all the time. I'm fucking out. I don't give a shit. Steph Curry. Yeah, I, know, Steph Curry. I know you missed Steph Curry. Like, yeah, I even got him on fucking t-shirts with his mouth guard. He's chewing on it. And like, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm like, so you love James Harden. Love him. And you hate Steph Curry. Fuck him. Makes no sense. He's like, he's I'm a like, child. I'm like, no just, sense. I'm like, do you just pick the two things that everybody in the world like loves and hates and just goes opposite? I was like, I, yeah, guess, I, see no where I, I guess I see where I get it from now. But it makes no sense. Like, what do you have to hate about Curry? He chews on his mouth guard. That he can fucking pull up and hit 45 footers in your eye on command? Like, what? Yeah. What's there to hate about that? He changed the game. He literally, and, he, and he doesn't shit Curry, his when he plays. Curry is literally going to go down as a guy that revolutionized the game of basketball mm-hmm. because of his skills and abilities and his ability to shoot balls that no one else can do and make them on a regular basis. Not even make them on a regular basis. Make them at a clip that no one else has even made. Even and, and, then, and then you're going to see at. Dame Lillard being there. Like, hey, I, I was there too. I regret... <laughs> not having this video clip saved so I can give it to you guys to show in the show, where after uh, whatever Brooklyn game it was, Barkley comes on and he talks about Harden maybe going down as one of the three greatest of all time at his position. Like top three ever. Harden. Harden. What position does he play? Listen. Is uh, he a one or a two? Yeah, I don't uh, really know. I think he said he was at the, t- the, the two. That's why I'm guessing he uh, Anyway. Nope. He's more of a one. So let's see. I'm guessing. He's not better than Kobe. He's not better than Jordan. Let's go. Okay, then we'll start. Let's go from But there. listen. As he was well, doing I guess that, that's three. So I put him at three. But I, I, I think I might put D Wade above him. Yep. But dude, he legitimately like they showed they they panned to Shaq and Shaq is like this, <laughs> like the whole time. And Parker was like, "What are you covering your face for?" And he's like, "I can't even believe this motherfucker is talking." Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture Shaq saying it just like dude, that. Dude, I totally get. Also, I, I, I With also his Papa John's wig. I yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I honestly regret not saving the video of the outtake of the Papa John's commercial. Oh, with the wig? When he walks in, he's like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, we can't use this. <laughs> I love Shaq, dude. The Diesel. 
Honestly, can I just say this? One of my all-time fucking, favorite players anyway. And no, then I'm going to tell you this right now. Funny as fuck out. I fucking facts. hated Shaq when he was a player. Oh, Did you really? I, but I, wait, but pre, when he was in Orlando or when he got to no, LA? No, when he was in LA. Both. I hated, I hated him in you LA. You hated him when he was in Orlando? Yeah, of course. He was I up against Jordan. The fuck? Of course I hated him. Well, yeah, actually, they did dust Jordan in the, yeah. in the playoffs oh, that year. Oh, they did in the playoffs when he came back from baseball and played like 20 games. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I only hated him when he was in LA and he thought he was like a, like the most confident Jordan shot. Dropped, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Jordan dropped 40 against the Knicks or 50 against the Knicks. It was, 50, fourth, it was 55. Fourth, fourth game back against the number one defensive team in the league and everybody was like, oh, Jordan's back. It was 55, first of all. Don't get it fucking wrong. Whatever. Anyway. But, like, the thing that I hated with Shaq was... Fucking Jordan fanboys, I swear to God. No, it had nothing to do with that. Like, Jesus Christ. Go. Okay. I just went like this. Just, little, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like... Blah, 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 like ah, oh, blah, 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 dickhead. Gee, the douche. That's me. Don't get eliminated. I think it was just... I don't know. When Shaq came into the league, like, he just thought he was already better than everybody else. And just, he but he was. was. Was he though? Yes, he was the most dominant player in the league. Yeah, yes, when I he came, guess. when he came in, he was the most dominant. He at was that breaking time. backboards left and right. It was awesome. Shaq attack. Fucking we made Daryl Dawkins broke. Did you used to be able to go up the? St- you used to go up the street to Benny's and buy a, a basketball hoop called the Shaq attack, and the logo was Shaq shattering a basket a, a backboard. Mm-hmm. That was fucking rad as fuck. So you have to like the guy because of that. Who didn't like that? No, I hated the Magic. Even when Jordan was retired, I hated the Magic. Penny Hardaway. All right, well, Shaq listen, and... like you got your hang ups with the Magic, kind of like yeah. I get my hang ups with certain teams. It is what right. it is. So like, like the San Francisco Giants. Like, I hate the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, I could agree Not for that. any real reason other than the like, I love Barry Bonds. I hate the fucking Giants. I always hated the Giants. I kind of hate the Giants because they wasted Barry Bonds. They, they did. They, they did. They fucking wasted you know what? You know what the Giants did? Ugh. What the Angels are doing to Mike Trout. I could not actually agree. That is an act- a very, very agree. factual. <laughs> mm hmm. Good analogy. The Keith. only thing that I will say is this. Keith, is, that is the type of insight that we bring you here. But, I mean, the thing I will say about this is Barry is so good that they actually made it to the World Series that year. Yeah, Mike Trout's never going to see a World Series. Actually, so. Otani might get him there. I don't know, man. Can we talk about well, – let's talk about MLB in a minute because there is – I really do want to talk about Mike Otani. Mike Trout's not even playing. Otani is the best ba- – might be – Otani right now, if you were just to take this right here in this little microcosm, he's the best baseball player ever. Babe Ruth. He's better than Babe Ruth. Why? Babe Ruth won a Cy Young and had a ridiculous amount of shutouts. A- a- this kid's on pace to do it in this day and age? I mean, this kid goes out and throws every fifth day, and then on the other four days, he comes in and hits 500-foot dingers? Hi, I'm Alfred Delia. I'm from New Jersey, and I hit dingers. That's Shohei Otani. That's his Big spirit Al. animal. That's his spirit animal. Big Al is Otani's but spirit I'm gonna, animal. I'm going to say this. Uh, it's great that Otani's doing it right now. It's. I mean, look. I'm just saying. He already got. He already got. This blown, is he already got shut be, down from pitching once. This is something okay. to be. This is this. The if long, you're a baseball look, fan, I'm you're right perked. Look, it's perked. Yes, but the longevity does not bode well for this boy. He's already broken down once just from throwing. I disagree because, but, but a lot of a lot of pitchers these days they break down early. They they go. They get the Tommy John. They come back and they're fine. Look at Strasburg. Oh, wait, look, wait. Look at Strasburg. <clears throat> oh wait, yeah, no, he hasn't pitched in a while again because his elbow always flares up on him. It's yeah, but that happens constant. all the time. But there are exactly. some. But there are guys, it happens all the time. But there are guys that if come back and go through it. you get surgery when you're young, twenties, probably by the time you're thirty. Right, but they say it's better it again, to get or? the Tommy John earlier in your career. Obviously, because you're younger and more able to come back from it than you are if you get it later in your career. So a lot of guys will get it Joey, early get just it. because. I get it. Look, there's plenty of guys. I'm just that are saying. Out right now. I'm, I'm just saying. We're, we're 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 splitting the atom here. Of course we are. What? Let's look. The kid's great. The dude's balling out. 
He's doing great right <coughs> now. My issue is, is for one, it's the Angels. For two, it's my mask I haven't worn in a week. Well, me neither. For two, Ends weekend. Stats show this can't continue. Like the trend is, this can't continue. Stats show that forty-one-year-old uh, quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. Tom Brady said, "Fuck that." I'm just saying. Tom Brady there's, went to the fucking dream team. And there's said, hey, you guys want to make me look good. Same dream team that went seven and nine with Jameis Winston. Yeah, exactly. Seven and nine with Jameis Winston. Yeah, think about that. And Jameis Winston threw five thousand yards and forty touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, five thousand yards, uh, 30, 30, touchdowns. thirty touchdowns, and thirty, and 30 interceptions. interceptions. I thought it was forty touchdowns. No, it was thirty and thirty. He's right. Thirty and thirty. Thirty thirty. The but wrong thirty thirty club. But, but five thousand yards though. There's literally what a dude that saw six wide receivers at the same time. And then he just, you know what? Go props to Jameis Winston though for not pulling the LeBron and being like, I saw six wide receivers, so I just threw it in the middle of the middle too, and there it was. <laughs> and it happened to be LeBron. I'll be honest with you. Look, it happened to go win. Right it was a Swiss Shaw. Jameis Winston played this perfectly. He yeah, threw, he knew what he was doing. He threw for a shit ton, knew he was out the door, signed with fucking the Saints, knowing that Drew Brees was out, and he's like, well, now I have one of the best coaches to help me fucking play quarterback. Great. And they, and they love him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he played it very smart. He played, he played it very smart. We called I, it, too. We I, said, I'll give him props. We said, Everybody oh, he'll be great. Everybody talks shit about Jameis Winston. My boy played it smart. No, he'll probably throw for 5,000 yards this season. Maybe. All right. So let's actually let's use this to transition into football because we're getting to the end of the show here and uh, we got a little bit of football to cover. I was really hoping there'd be more because after 4 p.m. today, anything could be actually made official because it goes on tomorrow's wave of water. Yeah, it's 10.03 p.m. And nothing is happening. Aaron Rodgers is still not a Denver Bronco. And Julio is still a Falcon. And Julio has more big news, too. Actually, yeah. yeah. So the big news surrounding Julio Your right now Bok Bok guys are, uh, is uh, the nipping. Seahawks have become the new betting favorites to land Julio Jones. And exploding to number one. Like, not even just like, yeah, oh, hitting. Leap, leaps no. And, bounds. and apparently it's because they're willing to give, like, a fucking ton for Julio Jones. Well, the way they're seeing it is, well, Russell Wilson has threatened to leave us two years in a row, so what if we give him Julio? Dude, they already have, like, the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL. You know what? You know what's going to happen? Russell Wilson's MVP run is going to go from, like, instead of ending in, like, week nine, it'll get to, like, week 12. Dude, he's already, like, every time. I, every Russell time, Wilson, the first half of the season, is MVP every single year. He's unbelievable. And then the second half of the season, he he's gets his ass like, kicked. I here's, do football? Joey, here's, Look, here's the problem. Seattle can't maybe. run the ball. No, here's the problem with, with, with Seattle, though, all the time is that Russell Wilson – can stay afloat, like we said, for the first half of the season, or now the first eight to nine games, depending on how 17 games and how you have one of you half the season now. Then after that, he's getting killed out there, and he takes the beating because his defensive line is always lacking. Because, in the towel. Because they always want to throw out to other guys. Like It's great that they want to go out and have Julio, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. Get some, sick, get some line help. Sick wide receivers right there. But if the guy's getting <sighs> killed at the line, the ball's never getting there. Can you well, imagine this is the thing. Julio, DK, and Lockett? Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, listen, listen. You know what I'd I, rather see right now? I'm gonna say it right now. I'd rather see him go to Arizona. Nah. No. D Hop, AJ Green, Larry Fitz, Julio Jones. Nope. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to Seattle. It I just, don't think he's gonna go to Seattle either. But it doesn't really make sense to me for Seattle to give that up for a luxury position when they have a lot of other needs. They have on that so team. many needs, and it's not just that. And the defense sucks now. This, they have Bobby Wagner, and that's it. That's it. So what you were saying is that's so it. That's it, and that's it. Seattle cannot run the ball anymore. So they don't they rely care. Lie on Russell Wilson. No, they they have Chris Carson when he's Beast healthy. Mode. That's great, Beast but they mode. still can't Beast fucking run mode. the ball because their line is trash. Oh, uh. what happens? So guess what? 
when you're down because their defense sucks and they're always down, what happens? Well, we got to throw the fucking ball. So fucking good, fucking good sucks. Luck. Good luck. Yeah. And you know what happens when they throw the ball? Nothing. They get intercepted on the one yard line. I, I appreciate do, all the throwbacks. Do, do, do. <laughs> um, what was the point in that? Still pissed off about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was like, I, was I don't. Like, why didn't I was like, were you mad about Yokozuna? No, I'm um, so mad that they fucking didn't hand the ball off to fucking Beast Mode. Mm-hmm. Like what? Mm-hmm. I, I swear to God, dude, I want to go. I just want if if, if I could travel, it's all, it's if there all, was a time machine. Yeah, it's all. Literally, if there, was a, if there was a time machine, well, for, I don't know. I might go back and be like, hey, guys, this guy, Jacoby Jones, he's going to get behind you. Tony, Playoffs. Get, bail out Raheem Moore. He's going to miss the tip. No, listen, if I can go back in time and be like, all right, that was that $450 million Powerball. These were the fucking winning numbers. Oh, hey, I was, asshole. okay, like all right. Hey, that- asshole, these numbers, this date, you're welcome. <laughs> Here's old, old Biff Keith. <laughs> into the future. Use this book, you stupid bitch. <laughs> All right, so Keith takes it in a totally different direction. I was meaning more in like a sports thing. All right, sense. in a sports thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What would I change? Oh, I know what I would change. Go ahead. The Patriots undefeated season Super Bowl. Uh, hey, uh, guys, this... Um, don't have a midget cover practical bears in the end zone. It's the shortest or, fucking dude. Or how about this? Hey, Rodney, listen. This guy Tyree, okay? He's going to go over the middle. He's going to be down there. Joey. Just get yourself in position. Joey, he wasn't positioned. He that, wasn't positioned. That, or, or, or how about this? Hey, he Asan, punched hey, Tyree in the face. Asante, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, really it's wrong did. to even, be, really even remotely blame Rodney on that. But like, hey, Asante. Don't listen, drop it. There's going to be a ball. It's going to hit you like basically between the fucking eyes. Just, just catch that shit. It's a wrap. I, I got it. I got it. And it's either one of two. <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. It's either Grady Little. Pedro. Nah. No, because, okay, okay. Nah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because then we would have run back to back on 304. Wakefield. Nope. Mm, same series? That, same, same game. Same game. Same game. So, no, for, I, no, yes, because, and you know it, the second Wakefield. Unfortunately, like, Keith, Wake, unfortunately, Keith called that shit like like, this, as Tim, it happens. Tim Wakefield is warming up. I'm like, no. We're all at Ryan's house, and I'm like, oh, God. You're like, what? Fuck, Wakefield's nasty. And I was like, bro. That's going to be a beach ball. It was like 12, we were like, p.m. Yeah, we're like, it's re- Keith was like, it's really cold and it's very humid. This is not going to end well. And they're like, yeah, but Wakefield's nasty. And I'm like, dude, he's been seeing 96, 98, 96, 98. Here comes 50. Oh, look at that. And first fucking swing. Yeah, and, and you ev- everyone knew that it was going to be home run balls because it was late. Everyone was tired, exhausted. They had a game the next night, like less than 24 hours what, later, like 20 hours later. Do you think it, do you think it would matter? Would it have mattered? If I would, if you were able to go back in time, would it, would it matter if I was going to go back to like Peyton and be like, "Hey, 2013," be like, "Hey, Peyton, uh, Mayor Ramirez isn't going to hear you on this, and he's going to snap the ball over your head mm. on the opening play." It's not going to matter. Mm. Don't audible. Just snap. Just, just take it. And they just maybe they run it for like with no Sean for three yards. Yeah, you have no idea. I, I mean, because I feel like that just set the tone. I mean, maybe. I mean, it did, but yeah. It's it's tough to go back. If you can go back, and that's a cool question. If you can go back and tell that person one play, like you couldn't tell them anything else oh, about the right. game. I got one. Just one play. Nineteen ninety, Joe Montana, New York Giants. Yo, bro, Fake he's gonna one? come. He's gonna come from the backside. Oh, just the catch. Yeah. No. Wait, you say Joe Montana? No, they, they murdered Joe Montana on the fucking oh, Candlestick Park. My bad. And I'm... that was his last ever throw as a fucking Niner. Yeah. They you don't do. remember this? 
When he was straight up like, ha, oh my god, I'm dead. Yeah. All right. I, I, I think that might be the one for me. Okay. That might be the one for me. But you don't know if the next play he gets a hit. Like the same way, like you can just tell like you don't know if the next pitch. I know, I know, but that's knuckleball. That's but that's. But that's, we're that's saying a cool if you scenario. could change one thing, that I'd literally probably I'd have probably to, Joe Montana. I'd have to really think about it because there has to be one play where you can d- definitively say if you did this, this would not have happened. Well, if Montana didn't get blindsided, he probably dear Elvis Dumervil, please just sack Joe Flacco. Dear Elvis Dumervil, don't use a fax machine. Or in Sean's case, in Sean's case, a ref, blow the fucking whistle. What, for Eli? In the grasp. Which I'm glad they let that play out because I think that's the way it should oh, be. That's the way it should be, I got be, one. I got one. I got one. Sorry. What? It's not a fucking tuck rule. Mm. Yeah, that's a good I, one, too. I think that one might be a big but that one. Doesn't, but see, that doesn't change anything, though. Yes, it does. No, because you can go back and tell Charles Woodson, hey, you can cause this fumble and someone's going to recover it, but they're not going to give it to you anyway. I like that loophole. That's a, you because can't, you can't go back and change a referee's decision. You have to change a play. Of the yeah, player. you have to change a play. That's a oh, cool okay. loophole. All right, but no, that was that was a great one though. That was a, right idea. Right idea. I see where you're coming from, bro. I like it. Yeah. Well, the play. I like Scoop it. the ball. Yeah. With, with Actually, the, no, they did get the ball. Yeah. So but the Patriots, nice. the Patriots Super Bowl one. There's so many plays that can re- go back to. I'm like, there's so many things that could. Did happen. you see that thing about Bill Belichick talking about the 2003 Carolina Panthers being the best kick? Uh, the best field special the best. teams yeah. rush. Field goal post of all time. Yes, he said, and "I've I, never seen a team so efficient at getting to the getting to the kicker I, as that team." When I read that, immediately in my head, I was like, "I gotta go back and watch." No, it. No, I was like, "Yeah, duh, dude, that was a great game." Like Branson Buckner, Julius Peppers, dude, like that front, that middle front, mm-hmm. dude, murderous, was nasty. Because if you remember, if you go back, and I, I don't know why, <laughs> I remember paying special attention to the Panthers in two thousand and three, not because they went to the Super Bowl, but like it prior was to that. Come in, me want to go home. But that was that didn't even start to two thousand eight. I know that was a Berman thing in oh eight. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying in, in 03, like the cardiac cats were like one of those things. You're like ah okay, like and that we kind of paid attention to them. You started to pay attention to them when that when that. Your favorite boy started running the ball for them, Deshaun Foster. Love Deshaun Foster, dude. When they had that two-headed Steven monster, Davis. when they had that two-headed that was monster, beastly, bro. Dude, they were they were running the ball everywhere, and then Steve Smith started coming alive and making his career. Mushin Muhammad, Mushin Muhammad, Muhammad, Ricky Prohl, Ricky again. Prohl, Ricky Prohl, the guy who caught more clutch touchdowns for losing Super Bowl teams mm-hmm. than anybody in history. Dude, Ricky Prohl knew how to pick the next team he was going to. Yeah. Ask, like, yeah. can you find anybody that's ever caught more game-tying touchdowns in a Super Bowl and ended up losing than Ricky Prohl? I don't think there's one. I don't no, think there's one. guy. He was I, mean, the, I can only think of three. But, he was the, him and Wayne Corbett were the original no, white slot guys. Yeah. Actually, I take that back. Wayne Corbett moved outside at the end of his career. Yeah, Corbett was yeah, Corbett was more of an what, outside the, guy. Corbett was like 6'1", no, wasn't he? With the Jets, he was always a slot, dude. Corbett. No, wasn't, oh, he like, wasn't he like 6'1"? I think he was like 6'. No, I think he was, he was like 5'11". Six foot, right? Google, I'm saying 5'10", five, 5'9". I'll check it. No, right but Corbett was in the slot as a Jet. No, not all the time. Like, they moved him outside. No, he, he wasn't. Cause this, this, you remember the slot receiver mm. thing? Didn't really catch on until like 02, 03. When yeah, I feel like Corbett lined up everywhere. And Ricky exactly. Those were like the originals. But no, Pro was even an outside guy. yeah. Brandon Stokely was an outside guy with the Ravens. Yeah. And then uh, Manning was like, just throw him in the fucking slot. I'll use him nonstop. And the yeah, yeah, Corbett was 5'10". Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, he was short. Pearl and then was um, Pro was 6'1". Yeah, he was tall and thin. Pro was a bigger guy. But, I mean, he's um, listed as 6'0", even, but I don't even think that's true. Um, Yeah, has it ever been done before with three wide receivers of 1,000 yards receiving in a year? And that was, what, 03, 02? 
What the uh, the, the Manning year? Oh, oh, the um, the triple throw the, thousand yard receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the three thousand yards. Yeah, that. Well, the first time it was done was 04. It was Stokely Wayne and Harrison in 04. Oh, it was 04? Has it ever been done again? Yes, uh, 2013, but it was done with four people. It, it was, was uh, DT. Thomas. Uh, oh, Julius. Uh, it was DT Welker, Orange Crush, Randall, uh, Decker. It was DT Decker, Welker, and Orange Julius. Yeah, Randall. I didn't know uh, he was part of that Thomas. too. Fuck. It was both Manning. So. Will that, will that ever be done again? Probably, Probably now. Uh, uh, no, extra not, games, extra games. Not spread out that yeah, much. Yeah, right, so, but you're going to think of the tandems that could do it. So in Kansas City, maybe Kelsey and Hill. Yeah, but who's get, the third? They're getting up there. Who's the third? Maybe Julio Jones. That's the thing. Like the, having that third guy yeah, that's that explosive. Like, what, which teams have you, the three guys? Because think about what we think about the two offenses that Seattle. we just Dallas. About, if they get Julio, think about the two yeah, offenses Dallas we just talked about though. Both record-setting offenses. Yeah, right. Right. Yes. So, yes. first first step, have a record-setting offense. Okay, that's already fucking hard to do. Stop around. Because you had, uh, even, tell 90, you what. even in 98, I'll you had... I'll tell you what. Uh, the team that has that had the potential was probably last year with Thomas, Sanders, and... Uh, oh, my God. What? Say it again? Who, who are you talking about? Sorry, the I was, Saints. Uh, oh my God, I just forgot. The oh, name uh, Thomas. Last year, it was E. Well, two years ago. Last year. Last year was Michael going Thomas in, going into the season. Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders, Thomas, and uh, uh, the running back there. Oh my God. Oh, uh, AK, AK forty-seven. Holy shit! I was gonna say, dude. I thought you were going for a receiver. I was like, wait, hold no, on. No, but what? I said I was just thinking tandems. Those three had right, potential. Right. Oh, no, yeah. You actually might see it again with a running back involved with three wives, three people over a thousand. Well, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. Um, yeah, but who's the other guys? Sanders is not a thousand yard guy anymore. No, Sanders is gone. Sanders is in Buffalo at the end of the year. Right. So think about it. So I'm looking. At, I'm just going through the seasons right now, and I'm looking Wait, for feeling Jefferson. I'm looking through the uh, the the uh, the record setting offense. You know who could do time? it? Actually, I'm sorry, San Francisco. Nah. Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle. Too young. Yeah, because look, you they go can back, do it. So pr- prior to the uh, the 2013 Broncos, the 90, uh, the 2004 Colts, if you go back, even the the 2007 Patriots, Dante Stallworth was the number three, 697 yards, not even close. Yeah, right. No, I think Jabari Gaffney was almost tied with him for yardage. Uh, like yeah, four, 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 or 449. And then if you go back before that, the 98 Vikings it was like uh, what was it, Andrew and uh, Andrew Carter, Andrew what was his Andre name? Andre Carter. Chris no, Carter. it wasn't Andre Carter. It Chris was, Carter? Uh, no, it, wasn't, it was Chris Carter and Randy Moss that led it. And then it was uh, with, uh, Andrew Glover, sorry. 522. Yeah, Glover. Yeah. So the third the third guy is kind of the big one. And then if you go to the, the 2013 Broncos, it was this this was the year that was wild. Hey, I'll tell you what. You know who's the only team that probably always has a chance is the Steelers? Nah, not anymore. Not with know, Big man. Ben. If Big Ben throws for four or 5,000 yards, I mean, he – they have the reason why I say the Steelers is they're a wide receiver factory. Yeah, they got studs as wide receivers. I mean, Claypool's huge. Deontay Johnson came on big. My apologies. I, I stay. I, I I'm going to correct myself. They did not have four thousand yard receivers. They had four guys go over double digit touchdowns. That All was right. what it was with the Broncos. Oh, I was so impressed. I was like, wow, I didn't remember that. Yeah, too. no. Uh, DT had 1430. Decker 1288. Thomas seven 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 eighty eight. And Welker had 778. Because remember, Wes would mix a bunch of time that year. Oh, that, that was the Darth out. Helmet year. But yeah. he still, but he still caught double digit, double digit touchdowns the first time in his career. Yeah. So I, they, I, that I was what Walker. it was. I'm sorry, they had four guys with 10 plus touchdowns. Okay. 
That was the that was the so, DT I mean, really, it with fourteen. Out of thirty two teams in the NFL, we, we could name maybe three that Dude, I, a possibility. I, I feel so bad for Walker for a second. Just like that guy was on so many great teams and never won anything. Fucking sucks. Well, you know, if Brady could have just... Kinda wish he'd, I wish he'd hung around one more year, dude. You know, if Brady... If I, I, know he, I know he shouldn't, but... If Brady just threw that ball... Listen, that, 25, that, that 2015 team, in my heart, Welker was a part of it. I mean, he built it. <clears throat> Mentally. Welker was great, dude. Mm-hmm. When Manning... When we signed... I remember... I still remember the day we signed I Welker. I was fucking pissed. I was... All over, like, $3 million. I actually... I, like, I actually... Are you fucking I, I called me? it. I actually... I called it on the nose... I said, Manny's going to throw 55 touchdowns this year. At the Black Bass, Rooney will back me up. I called it that day at the bar, the day they signed Welker. Honestly, I think when they, when it they was, got... It was Rooney, and it was Rooney Diamond Diggity Dave, and somebody else. And I said, we got Welker. Manning's, Manning's breaking the touchdown record. He's going to throw 55. I think the Sanders signing was bigger. When well, the got, Sanders signing was... The, 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 the crazy thing about that whole thing was they went from that 2013 team, right? which was the greatest offense to ever grace the face of the earth. In one year, in one offseason, Elway architected the greatest defense defense of the decade. Not one of the greatest of all time. One of the greatest of all time. Not the greatest of all time, but one of the greatest of all mm-hmm. time. Because Emmanuel Sanders, because they let go of Decker. Remember, Decker went to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Welker was Stupid. done. And they brought in Emmanuel yeah, Sanders. thing Decker could have done. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Why? You got paid. Yeah, yeah I know, paid, but it was but just... You got paid, dude. I know, all those guys go for money. And honestly, I Decker, I mean, he was he was fucking high. <laughs> hello, ring ring. Oh, hello. He was he was productive in in New York. It's Thing from the Adams family. Yeah. He was productive in New York. He caught, I think, like eight or ten touchdowns that year, his first year. Yeah, that's year. great. He was productive was in New York. They did shit. But they didn't win anything. But that being said, he fell off very quickly. Mm-hmm. Sanders coming to Denver, Wife is but gorgeous. the key... Of that offseason was getting uh, T.J. Ward, Demarcus Ware, and Akeem Talib. Dude, that was that was probably my. Uh, oh, and, Ware uh, was huge for that. And uh, fucking uh, 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 Brandon Marshall. No, the, the safety oh my, there the sa- from uh, Baltimore. No, 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 the other one from Baltimore. Oh my God, dude, fucking D. Ed Reed. No, Jesus. <laughs> no, stop, dude. stop, stop. The safety from Baltimore. Safety from Baltimore. Darren Stewart. Oh. Oh, Stewart. Okay. Yeah, D. Stu. Jesus Christ, um, dude, that was killing me. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? That was my favorite offseason of all time because it really felt like the, it two, was the two toughest. The USA yes, and, and the USSR. And we were just like, who's going to get the nukes? Yeah, and everyone was just like, all right, all right, you signed to keep to leave. All right, cool. We're trading for Darrell Revis. All right, you signed this wide receiver. All right, we're going to sign Brandon LaFell. And that wasn't like a comparable. Brandon LaFell No, was but it was funny because but we, he was just but, a but piece. You, guys went on to win, you guys went on to win the Super Bowl in 14. Yeah. We missed out on Brady versus Manning in the playoffs that year, which obviously Peyton would have sent Brady packing in the you know fifth AFC championship, but whatever. Uh, but, you know, Peyton tore his quad against San Diego, and that was, Brock that, was Lobster. The end, that was the end of that. No, it wasn't even Brock Lobster. It was Peyton tore his quad in like week four. 15 or 16 against San Diego blocking on a touchdown oh, from no, yeah. no Sean. Right. Yeah, by an yeah, accident. Yeah. And it was just like a freak fucking thing and that was it. And that was kind of the beginning of the, the end of, of Peyton because remember he had that wide open run on like fourth and seven. It just and he, snowballed. And he just tried to throw it and it was like he like you could have walked to this, that yard line. And he was like, nah, I can't move. And, and he was, didn't. He just couldn't. And what was the, it was the 2015 to 2016 year when Bill Belichick took the wind as opposed to the field position for, for Peyton Manning. I believe that, that, that was, was the comeback win win game when they were. They were that was us. thirteen. That it was, was 13? the tw- that was thirteen. That was the twenty four nothing game at July. So that was already the start of like Manning's that was when, history. No, 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 no. That was when Welker muffed the punt. No, that was the year Manning broke all the records. 
No, it was it was the year that Manning it had it couldn't have been thirteen then. It was the year that Manning was struggling, and then Belichick took in overtime. Didn't said, oh the Sunday night game? Yeah, said yeah, said yeah, he yeah, could yeah. said he could take the ball, but he wanted to choose the wind because he said. I came out at the end of the game. That was thirteen. At the end of the game, that would be able to knife the ball through the wind. Yeah, because the Sunday night game was the Sunday night game in thirteen was in the wind. It was thirteen. I guarantee. I hundred percent guarantee you. He might be right because I can't think of the year. Because fourteen, we played you guys at four o'clock on a snowy like October afternoon in July. It definitely wasn't thirteen. And it was a blowout. That was Julian Edelman on a punt return. The game that he's talking about. Gronk had that ridiculous one handed catch. The game he's talking about wasn't thirteen. No, it was two thousand thirteen. I just looked it up. I know it was. Took the win in overtime, two th- November 2013. Because welcome so there, was another, there was another, what welcome was it, 15 the then the Sunday night game? No, well, the 15 Sunday night game, Brock Osweiler started. Mm. That was uh, that was Fat CJ's run in overtime to win it. That's what gave us the one seed that year. That's pretty. That's pretty funny. The whole all the team captains went over to Belichick. I'm just reading it really quick, and they said, um, "We're taking the ball, right?" And Belichick says, "No, we're taking the win. And that's the end of it. Get out there." <laughs> the captains looked. They said the captains looked at each other, which included like Edelman, Slater. They were just like the fuck. And they were right to do so because Welker ended up muffing a punt in overtime with like a minute and a half to go in overtime. Yeah. And he muffed the punt. It would that game all that game was a minute and like ninety seconds away from ending in a tie. Could you imagine Brady and Manning in two thousand thirteen ending in a tie? No, that was like the. Would have been the most well. It would it would have been it would have been like poetic because when they do like the thing like twenty years from now and they use, like refuse. Yeah, like it would have been. Yeah, it would have been great to look back on. But in the in the moment, you've been like the fuck, fuck. Yeah, like god damn it. Like seriously, especially since the Broncos were up twenty four nothing, and it wasn't until Dominic Rogers Cromartie got hurt at the end of the first half that killed him, and then uh, No Sean Moreno's fumble to start the second half. Mm-hmm. Also, and that was the end, and that was the beginning of the comeback. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I that was my like probably my favorite offseason. Well, I only even. know because I was at the game. Yes, that's true. You were at that game and you were pissed. And I punched him um, in the face. Um, that my favorite offseason. Like even 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 more. He started it again. I wasn't the aggressive. Even even more than the 07 offseason. Even more than this offseason. The 14 offseason was like my favorite of all time. I remember it was just because I remember you and I were like just back like, and forth, back and forth, and it was just so fun. We were we were going back and forth on Facebook at the time because we we, we weren't like texting because you weren't even on the show yet. Mm-mm. Still you two jobs. You were you were still at two jobs. We weren't even on the show. You weren't you hadn't even come out of the show yet, and we were going back and forth on Facebook. Like daily, hourly, yep. minutely, like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and that was fun. Yep. And we haven't had an off season like that yet since. No, this off season the Patriots just signed everybody, but then nobody else really did anything. But it's good for football when this happens, right? When, like when listen, I I hate to admit it, but the, the the NFL is a better place. Just like the NFL is a better place when the Cowboys and the Raiders are good, the NFL is a better place when the Patriots are good. As, as long as Belichick's in charge, because everyone hate loves to hate Belichick. He's Ooh, like this beef. is the guy you love Ooh, to beefed. hate. Nobody. Beef. God, it's no. been a fucking random smell all night. There has been a random smell all night. Like legit. He's got wind of it. Yeah. Me and Sean are getting wind of shit underneath this table yeah. all fucking night. Hmm. You know there's yeah. no shame in my name. No, yeah, no, no I would just be, I would admit, I've been burping. I'll well, beef on command and take a solid right, right, right. No, I believe you because that didn't smell. It smells like a beef, but now it smells like garbage. I'm willing to but, That's um, what I'm saying. There's been like a weird like stench but, coming up all but night. To, to go back to the two biggest names, Julio Jones and Rogers, at least with Atlanta, you know they have to do something. Fast. They can't mm-hmm. sit and yes, wait. Yes, please, Sean. Give us the give us the lawyer. Why isn't Julio a fucking patriot yet? Because they have to do something fast with Julio Jones. The deadline was today, so anything after four p.m. today, now he can be traded, and they can save money on the cap. They'll save about twelve to fourteen million dollars. Atlanta will. Then they can absorb the rest of the hit in future years, which really doesn't affect them as much, especially with the cap exploding next year. Now, 
I don't believe all the bullshit of all these teams coming in offering first-round picks. If there was a first-round pick offer, it would have been done already. Pretty sure. Nobody's offering a first-round pick. No. I believe some combination of a second plus a player, a third and sixth and fourth or whatever it is, I believe all that's on the table for a lot of teams. But Julio also wants to redo his contract wherever he goes, whether he wants more money, extension of years, whatever it was. He probably wants to go to this next team and say, this is my last team. And as he said to Shannon Sharp, he want to win. He wants to win. I do not think he's seriously considering going to Seattle. I think Seattle Seattle's fools go. I think that's a, I think that's a smokescreen. Yes, to I be think quite they, honest. I think they're being used like a Scott Boris type play. Yeah, like, I agree. Oh, the Yankees are coming at the last minute. The Yankees are always coming at the last minute with Scott always, Boris. Always. Um so but the Atlanta does not have time to wait for like the best offer. Like they can't just say you can just say to me, Sean, why don't they wait till training camp or someone inevitably loses somebody and then they trade him for a first round pick, like a Sam Bradford or something like that? Because here's the thing: because they can't even sign their own rookies because they have no money, so they're gonna have to let go of other stars, or they're gonna have to trade him and then they can sign their new talent without pissing off anybody else. Yeah. They've already drafted Kyle Pitts to replace him, mm-hmm. so they've already moved on mentally. It's just a matter of like who is he going and where. I think it's three teams, legitimately. I think it's Patriots. Titans, maybe an outside chance of uh, like Jacksonville if they, if they really want to spend the money. I would, the I would disagree with Jacksonville. I'd throw the Colts out there. Colts have no interest. I just, I see, and the fact yeah, that you said no that interest I means re- there's interest, right? And the reason I'm, I'm going to say that is because it segues perfectly into a Rod to Denver. Okay, and this is for the exact same reason. I think the Colts are going. I think the Colts want Zach Ertz. That's my. my oh, they'll, and they'll oh, get. They're, they they're, they're, they're going to get Sackers, but they're going to get Sackers for Buffalo next to freed up money because Diggs took a took a pay cut. Did oh, you know that? He, he did. Yeah. Diggs did. took a pay cut, and yeah, I, think, pay cut. I think. I think. Did you see that? Uh, Stephon Diggs took a pay no, cut. No, Stephon today. Diggs took a check up front. But Buffalo and less money throughout the year. Buffalo has. Oh, oh, I know. Legitimate asset tight ends, and so mm-hmm. I think that's what they want. They want to go after Zacker. So they're going to. You're going to get Indy, uh, Indian Buffalo beefing for Zacker, which is great. Uh, Stephon Diggs did not take a pay cut, by the way. No, he just, just the same way front. Tom Brady has never taken a pay cut. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. See, I'll, I'll but say... my hold on, my 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 point to get into to what he was saying about the Colts having no interest in Julio Jones relates directly to my point about the Broncos and and the A Rod news because obviously A Rod to Denver has been the highly rumored thing. Like, a Rod was uh, was confirmed to be playing golf with John Elway two weeks ago. Elway, as we know. He's the antithesis of uh, Danny Ainge, and he just—he's—he's—he's he's he's actually an excellent salesman, and he can sell guys on coming to Denver, and sell free agents and, and guys and, and say like, "Hey, look, come here." The air pressure is lower, and you can that getting further. my point being with that is a lot of reports coming out of Denver from Vic Fangio, from the Broncos brass, everything else. Everything is very pumped up pro Drew Locke. Drew Locke is laser focused. He hears the noise. He's pissed off. His teammates are coming out and having his back, and they're all about it. What that says to me... He's on the chopping block. Is, no, what that says to me is Denver's telling Green Bay, subliminally, we don't need A-Rod, bro. We got a kid here we believe in. We got a kid here we think is actually going to be able to do it. So you can take your fucking Bradley Chubb, Tim Patrick... And Teddy Bridgewater and four first-round picks and shove them up your ass. We don't need Aaron Rodgers. We got a guy. And they know damn well no one else is offering that. Mm-hmm. So they're just – all Denver is doing is driving down the price. Yeah, right. The more confident Denver feels in Drew Locke going forward, 
the more the, the, all they're doing is just trying to drive the price further and further down for A-Rod until it gets to a point where the Green Bay Packers just say, all right, fuck it, what, we'll, we'll take this deal. And they say, boom, done. Mm. And ideally, that deal doesn't involve Drew Locke. Drew Locke gets to ride the pine for a year, two, maybe three. Whatever behind Andrew, uh, no. behind behind. No, if Drew Lock rides the pine, he's done. He's never playing starting quarterback again. I disagree, dude. He's, this is your third year as a starter now. No, second because he's he's only started sixteen games in his career. This is his you got to remember. This he, is his third year in the league now. His third year in the league, but third year as a quarterback in the league. He's never been close to being a starter yet, but except for at the end. Of he's the played games year. in three different seasons, correct? No, two. Yes, he played last year. He played the year before. Yes, so, so this two, would be his third this year. Be his third, yes. Right. He's not played games in three seasons yet. No. So now you, you bring in Rodgers, and you're going to tell him to sit down? That kid's crushed. He's no longer a starting quarterback in football. Or you just sit there and let him get groomed. Let him get groomed if he's never seen game action, and you groom him like Aaron Rodgers with but you gotta remember, But you remember, it, it, it worked. It worked. It worked for A-Rod. A-Rod sat for how many years? A-Rod didn't play in the NFL. A-Rod, A-Rod came, got drafted, and waited. Right, but A-Rod sat for three what, three? Four years. Four years. Correct, but he never played a game. You're talking about a kid that's like, hey, it's your job. Eh, you know, it's not your job. Okay, the guy retired. It's your job again? That don't fucking work. Seven, eight. It was three years he sat. He played in his fourth year. It was three seven. years? He my, sat my three bad. years. Five, six, seven. He, he sat three he years. Sat three eight years. was his first year. Sorry. Yeah. I was adding that up in my head. And I'm like, wait a minute. That was three years. Right? Uh, no, but... All right, so all right, all right, just say you're... But he came into the league. You might be right. You he came into the league knowing, hey, you're going to learn off this guy. When we feel you're ready, he's out the door. But this, but this benefits Denver in two ways. One, it benefits them in driving down the price of Aaron Rodgers. Two, it benefits them in the fact that what they're saying is probably true. And that they're seeing something out of Drew Locke, Drew Locke so that when they get to the regular season, if Drew Locke is their starting quarterback, they can actually feel confident with him going forward. Yeah, no shit. So... It's kind of win-win for Denver right now. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I, I hear Adam Shine, one of my favorite guys of all time, all, uh, every, every single week when this comes up. If Drew Locke is the answer, I'm dying to know the question. I get it. Not a lot of people have a lot of faith in Drew Locke. I do. I think the kid can play. I think he's everything that Jay Cutler could have been. Now, whether or not that materializes are two totally different subjects. It's never a perfect science with these things. If you have the chance to get Aaron Rodgers, you take it. You have the chance to get Deshaun Watson, you take it. Obviously, those are proven commodities in the NFL. Those are MVP caliber or MV, those are MVP Hall of Fame caliber talents. Mm-hmm. If you're left with Drew Locke when all is said and done, I'm really not that mad about it. Would I want Aaron Rodgers? Of course I want Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron fucking Rodgers. Arguably the best thrower of a football we've seen ever, if not since Dan Marino. Like, this is a man that you want on your team. Ridiculous arm talent. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just flicks his wrist yeah, and it's gone. Zing. Like, there it goes. Fuck you. Like, on the point. Like, I, I watched an Aaron Rodgers highlight reel the other night. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's I'm good. like, fuck, he is good. Mm-hmm. Fucking Christ, Especially he's good. When, when the pocket's collapsing, takes a couple of hops to his right, like goes outside the pocket. Money. It just, just yeah, gives back and just goes. And the way he just flicks it, it looks like he's just like like throwing a dart. Like it looks like he's playing beer pong. And it's gone. It's called Beirut. 
and it's I was gone. Trying to say it that people that don't know what Beirut is would understand. Okay, so let's define Beirut versus beer pong. Beer pong uses paddles. Beirut, you use your hands and you throw it like a basketball. Done. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. All right, uh, do we want to wrap it up there? Are we good? Are yep. we good? Are we yeah, good? there was not that, not a lot. Besides the Kyrie shit. The only other thing I wanted to say, too, I did want to touch on that uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. video when he bombed one, the three-run homer. And he homer, just stood there and watched it. And he pimped it onto the tracks in Houston. Mm, I didn't think I saw it. He didn't uh, pimp it. My boy hit the ball, pretty much stood on his bat Took and his bat it. in two hands and just watched it. And it went. It hit the tracks. Surprised he, he didn't get beaned. It was, as I would say... Pujolsian, uh in nature, which is also a synonym for grand, which is also a synonym for, I don't know. I am a machine. Prodigious. I thought you were going to say poop holes. It was Pujolsian. Pujolsian. It was a prodigious blast. And he laid one out. It was fucking amazing. Fernando Tatis, Otani, Trout. The MLB has all the fucking cards stacked the in their favor right now. Can I just say something? Fuck Trout is no longer the future. Nah, not anymore. No, Trout's not the future anymore. Trout's the current. Fucking, what's At Mookie best, doing? Trout's the current leaning Mookie, towards You don't the hear past. a lot from Mookie because he's in not, L.A. Yeah, and he's, he's, not, he's not doing much, He's though. around 20 other good uh, baseball players. I'm, isn't Mookie's replacement outplaying him right now in terms in stati- statistically? Well, in the Red Sox, yeah. 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 What, Verdugo? Yeah. 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 Isn't Verdugo outplaying? Yeah. yeah. Verdugo okay. is like, I actually love Verdugo's attitude. He's like, the ball comes in the thing, I swing and hit it as hard as I can. He goes, what do you do? It's like him explaining, like he sits up with the fans and just talking with them and shooting the shit. And he goes, oh, the ball comes in. He goes, I just try to hit as hard as you I can. You know what I love about it? He still hasn't figured out the triangle. No. No, no, like legit. <laughs> he still hasn't figured out the triangle. So, like, so how do you feel in the field? And he's like, honestly, Awful. when it gets that deep, not good. Yeah. He's like, it gets that deep. And I'm like, oh, which way is it going to go? Yeah. I have no idea. And he says it straight up. He's like, I have no idea. I'm guessing. He legit. is, legitimately. Yeah, no, he is. I love it. I like love you it. see sometimes legit, he guesses and the ball goes the complete I other way. I can't like, wait for John Henry's plane to go down over the Atlantic so I can watch the fucking But you Red know Sox what? Team. I couldn't stand this Red Sox team last year. I found them very annoying and they were insufferable and they were a bunch of assholes. They're a different team. And now Alex, Alex, Alex Cora is back as manager. The team is like laughing and having fun. I don't give a shit about the wins. Like the wins were going to come here or there. They're back no to chicken what. and beer. <laughs> but it just feels like the team is like a I love much, chicken and beer. Uh, the team has a much different attitude. Gina was the man. One of my favorite ludicrous CDs. True. It's like the team has a much different attitude. Like, Verdu- like Verdugo is allowed to just be like himself. Like all the guys can be themselves and be nice. JD Martinez is hitting the ball again. It would be nice if we heard, we know what Chris what's happening with Chris Sale. You'll never know. Everything's going exactly how it's supposed to. Yeah, but when's he coming back? Ah, July? who knows? Right after the, the you know, John Henry's July? probably. John Henry's probably busy blackmailing Listen, him about being with, addicted to opiates. Like and, and, and everybody's like, oh, my God, Chris Sale, what are we going to do with Chris Sale? He was never supposed to be back before Jill, before the All-Star break. I know, but I think people want more, like, updates. Like, no, here's the update. On. Nothing's wrong. Hey, you know, we, 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 haven't, we haven't heard from Pat in a while. He's okay. I know. He's posting Listen, on Pat's, Facebook. Pat's been, uh, Pat's been doing, you know, the woman thing, so mm. just let Pat He's been be. doing the woman thing. Doing the woman thing. Uh, I think we'll be back on New Bedford Guide as of next week. I'm fairly certain my ban is up well, from Sunday. Hopefully that Julio news or Aaron Rodgers from news Sunday. Uh, We will keep you posted. You. Be sure to... Take, uh, be sure to follow Row One Seat One on Facebook. Make sure you check us out on YouTube as well. That's going to be our next big venture, guys. We're getting ready uh, to launch a two-a-week show, Mondays and Tuesdays. We're getting there. We're working on it. Uh, we've got some things in the works, a lot of planning, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Uh, it's not as easy as it sounds. We all have day jobs. You know you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are getting there. We will get. We will. We will be there at Shit, least I got two at J jobs. the very least by football season. 
uh, the start of training camp, we will have the two shows a week. Uh, so we will hopefully be getting some some pretty cool guests back on, uh, back on guests that we've had in the past, as well as new fresh ones uh, to talk some football and get some things going as the NFL season approaches, because we all know that's the straw that serves the drink around here. Can't get away from it. Uh, RowOnSeat1.com. Be sure to check on that. We got some. I got some new ideas for that. Some new things, new directions. We're going to be taking that. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. As for that, that's a wrap, boys. Good show. Good show. Good show. Well done, guys. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night, uh, eight o'clock. Not eight thirty. Tonight was a little bit of a fuck up because I fell asleep. Um, but we'll be mm-hmm. back eight. I would listen. The birdie juice got to me today, okay, bro? Broke my fucking personal best. The birdie Uh, juice got to me. Uh, But we'll be back next Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, row one, seat one, right here on Facebook. We'll be live back on the Bedford Guide next week. Uh, Account restrictions gone. Until then, happy Memorial Day weekend. Thank you to to all of those that served and are serving and have served our great, glorious country. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you. Be safe. Be well. We'll see you next week. Peace. Later.